Hello and welcome to the MinMax Show. I'm Ben Hansen, joined by Kyle Hilliard. Hello. Serial Vasquez. Hello. Leo Vader. It's happening. Jeff Marchiafava. Hey. And hey. Ana Diaz will be joining us later. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. These are the Game of the Year debates from MinMax. This is a two-parter this time. This is part one of the Game of the Year debates. Let's get ready to have some fun to celebrate games this year. Jeffum, what are we ranking? What's it based on? Give us that hot criteria, baby. Uh, Well, it's the two tens, which (laughs) other inferior people would just call it a top 20. But clearly, you know, there's like the best 10 games of the year and then the next best 10. That's right. And it's, that makes perfect sense when you think about it. And if you're confused, it's the two tens in honor of MinMax and our lovely two ends. Um, but not a yeah. top 20 list. I don't know how many times we have to say this. But it's not a, it's not a gimmick. No. This I mean, is let's be clear. Very we accurate way to represent it. Yes. Uh, but beyond that, it's the best games of the year, which we define as the ones that we like the most. Yeah. You know, we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. But it's uh, I think it's wringing all of our souls and then measuring the amount of love we have for which games and whichever ones get higher those that's how the list shakes out right leo i assume this is my first time oh interesting do you have any thoughts before we get into this concerns i'm nothing but excited baby perfect thank you for joining us in this adventure um we have the deepest dive on cyberpunk 2077 it's live now in the patreon exclusive podcast feed you can check it out there or our youtube channel just a fun heads up for everybody if you're looking for some good juicy game discussions uh i'm glad it finally went up i'm sorry <laughs> there was a thousand technical delays which the internet told me is a little oh, bit not so easy now is it hansen that's right i guess i can't judge city project red yeah i had one export <laughs> error over and over and over and over again but I didn't put it on a PlayStation 4, ladies and gentlemen. Not yet. Okay, <laughs> not yet. All right, two tens. I figure the way to do this is we start volleying our slam dunks, right? Start the list with start the slam with the dunks. dunks, and then once it starts to get in that gray area, we know that naturally that's going to be the debating point for this episode for what's going to get cut off, and it's not going to make the two tens cut. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah. Okay, um, well, we can only start with one person, and that is, of course, our favorite, Sergio Vasquez. Give us your number one slam dunk for Game of the Year. And by the way, if you're listening to the audio version of this, if you watch the video version, you can watch us build up this list, and vice versa. If you're watching us on YouTube, you want to listen to this, thank you. You can subscribe to the MinMax Show on your favorite podcast service app. Okay, Sergio, I'm sorry for the interruption. Please, sir, number one slam dunk. Uh, I'll put Hades on there. Okay. I like it's a little bit telling what people lead with as well, which I do enjoy a lot. Um Kyle Hilliard. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. 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 Which I'm confident I've pronounced correctly. Mm-hmm. Genuinely. Leo Vader. Tsushima. Half-Life Alex. For your consideration. This <laughs> is excellent. This is excellent. Is this the list, ladies and gentlemen? Should we just change it from two tens yeah, to the top three? three? Fine. All right, yeah. uh, Jeff Argyfava. One three. <laughs> one three. Oh, I'll be that guy and say The Last of Us Part Two. I think that it's tone is be. is relevant and interesting, and I bet we'll t- be talking about it. It's uh, not. The next couple weeks. Okay. No, I'm, okay. I'm joking. I'm being a jokey guy. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not freaking joking, y'all. 
when I say a little game called Final Fantasy VII Remake is going on this list. You would. Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surreal? Um, Slam dunk me. Yakuza like a dragon. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kyle? How about uh, Astro's Playroom? Okay. How about it? Yeah. I like the I like the slam dunk tone of how about, which is normally mm. how slam dunk starts <laughs> in the basketball court. Uh Leo. Fuser. Okay. Look, we're measuring passion here, ladies and gentlemen. Um What does your passion reading say for that? What was the readout? Uh it was off the charts. It was like in phasmophobia, <laughs> like there's a ghost right next to me. Let's check in on the passion meter. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Marquiafava? Uh, I'm going to say Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I think that's a very interesting choice. I was curious if that was going to get brought up early. Um, I'm going to throw out there Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay, and just so I can keep the order uh, correct, uh, Kyle, do you want to throw out another one? Not before Surreal. Well, I'm so, I, Okay. Sure. I was trying to change up the order so I could keep track of who I'd ask, but oh, sure. I don't think these are like draft picks. I don't think we have to like stagger the order every time. <laughs> well, you're just trying to, if you want to, if it helps you stay organized, I will go next, Hanson. Does it help you stay organized? Kyle, I would love for you to say the name of a game right now, dude. Okay. The Pathless. Dropping the how about. Interesting. Leaning right into the nice. Pathless. Get on the path. Passion says on the box. noted. Whew. Leo. What do you guys think about maybe if we decided to kind of put uh, Watch Dogs Legion on there? Okay. If if you have time, Hanson, uh, in your, on your own time. If it's no trouble. Yeah. You can get around to it. No worries. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can squeeze that one in. Say right now, Leo. You want me to put it in? Yeah, why not? Okay. It's in there. Sorry. Oh, right now doesn't work for me. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky Road Zero. Okay. <clears throat> Jeffum? Uh, I'm gonna say Spelunky two. <laughs> Spelunky <laughs> one, interesting. Is that Switch version coming out this year, or is that that's getting that's later? I don't know when. I think that's later. That. That's 2021. Mm. Um, I will look at my list here, and I will throw in Crash Bandicoot four. It's about time. About time. It's about time. Yep. Um, Kyle Hilliard. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. There it is. Thank you for including it. Names, you guys. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Okay. Just for, for the record here, we're building this list up before we whittle it down to the two tens. Right now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be so much tighter than I thought. Okay, all right. Um, How about the four tens? Yeah, and we just add a couple ends to min max. Uh huh. Oh, here's R all of our favorite games. Ooh, if we add more ends to min max, I bet we could get that Twitter handle. Ooh. Why don't we just do one game for each of the ten thousand lakes in min? <laughs> uh, Leo. Phasmophobia. Okay. There's our freak boy. 
You love our little <laughs> freak boy around here. <laughs> I don't know, man. That game's pretty popular. Yeah, I don't, and Leo's little I don't indie hit. Uh, Leo was on it very early. The first time I heard of it was from Leo. Like for sure. oh, suspiciously you. early. Like yeah. the spirit yeah, of Christmas Are future told him about it. Um, Serial. Uh, Paper Mario, the Origami King. Love it. Love you. Oh, thank you. No little freak. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff? Uh, hold on. I, I want to switch back so I can see your guys' reaction when I say. Oh, God. <laughs> Immortals Phoenix Rising. There it is. I was literally <laughs> That's what I was looking for. <laughs> no. Don't say it, Daddy. <laughs> um, I will throw up a little game called Jackbox Party Pack 7. Ugh. Faces noted. Faces noted. And so once we're all done, we're going to go through every one of these games, right? And talk about them? Yeah, absolutely. And whether that's No, these are all, these were all slam dunks, so we can't discuss them. They're, they're... <laughs> yeah, and if we're at 20, yeah, these are locked in, and then the rest is just basically we, we icing on the, the cake. greatest we work of art to a whole miniseries discussing slam dunks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle, do you have more you want to throw in here? Or are we getting to the beyond slam dunk hazy territory? Um, no, I've, I've got... Um... Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Excellent. Remake. I guess it doesn't have remake in the title. It's just Tony Hawk's Pro Skater plus 1 plus sign 2. Yeah. Plus 1 plus 2. Yeah. Okay, well, you took the words out of Leo's mouth, but let's see what he replaces them with. Leo Vader. <laughs> well, I don't know that I did, which is weird to me. <gasps> oh. But I guess we'll get into that. Yeah, we will get into that. Uh, Gears Tactics. You rascally rabbit. <laughs> Gears <laughs> Tactics on the list. Okay. Uh, Serial? Demon Souls. Pretty late for Demon Souls. I thought it would come up earlier. Hey, you guys, this was a good year for games. Holy God. Uh, Jeffum? Did you say Yakuza yet? Yep. Okay. I think he said it like a dragon, too, if I had to recall correctly. Good to know. Um, hey, I'm going to throw out a little Journey to the Savage Planet. We're at that f- layer, folks. We're at that layer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do we seamlessly transition to not slam dunks? Or is that a different let's, segment? Let's, <laughs> let's count it off. Uh, we've got to I mean, be. Still, I'm still pulling from my personal top ten. I've got one more. Mm, okay, hang on. I haven't touched on yet. Four. Okay, so we're at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, Yeah, I definitely 19, have dunks, 20. but there are more that I want to talk about. Yeah, I'm going to put it. Be, I'm beyond dunks. I've. I've been okay. beyond dunks for a while. Which, by the way, like <laughs> I always say my name. Oh, so, yeah. I'm beyond dunks, beyond which dunks. I always thought was. I've weird. ascended beyond dunks. <laughs> we have evolved past the need for dunks. Dunks are for mortals. <laughs> now I am become yeah. dunks. That's why I don't. By the way, just just to like as as an opportunity to just list all the good games that came out this year. I I like making the list really long, like and it can mm. cl- be cult very easily. Like, oh, I, I like that too. Yeah. I so I made a, I made a line. See written down. I made a line at the at the. Two you tens, Mark. In fact, let's actually go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so here's the other. Here's another dividing line for the top ten list. Oh boy, I love this so much. Okay, all right. Now we're getting into th- this. Isn't slam dunk territory? This is uh, some smooth moves under Same your feet, stuff. and then like no, it's a hot alley oop. 
All right. So, um, but I, we don't know if the partner is going to be there to actually get it. <laughs> yes, <into>. exactly. <laughs> so I'm tossing the thing. Really. Get the Pippin. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm tossing to you, cereal. If ready? found. Oh, oh, I was ready to toss my own, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then you threw you a basketball said that you back at me. me. Oh, no, I was getting ready right. to toss to you, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, okay. I thought we were okay. You need to work on our teamwork. I know. No kidding. Yeah. I'm on Serial's side with this one. That sounded like a request for him to say a game. <laughs> I thought it was pretty clear. I was throwing a basketball that was Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, Kyle, do you have another alley here? Uh, Black Mesa, another remake for the Ooh. list. Ooh. Okay. Techn- well, they added like Zen, but it was already out before, right? It was, I mean, they completed I mean, it this year. Yeah, and actually, in a weird way, I so I, I, real quick. Not this isn't like the pitch for why it should be on there, but like the way I played the game, I actually played it the day before it, it officially came out, and the day after it officially came out. Yeah, and like there was a big UI difference. Like they 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 had like one final clean sweep of the whole entire game right before mm. it came out. So okay. It, this feels like the legitimate release year for Black Mesa. Like, okay, easily. awesome, Leo. What do you got, Hot Chat? Check this one out. Uh, Star Renegades. Oh, early access. Yes, I, I caught that alley. Oh, is it? Okay, great. Wow, <laughs> love it. Um, Serial, you already Surreal. blew yours, but basketball yeah. I'll let you throw in another one there, Serial, because uh, this is our little game. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. I will go with Amnesia Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Jeff, um? uh, have we said and or did it come out this year? Resident Evil Three. It did come out this year. Excellent out. choice, sir. Excellent choice. Love it. Uh, um. Uh, I will throw Spirit Fair on here. Hmm. You would. I would, and I did. Kyle? You should, because it's good. Oh, my turn? Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's uh, do it. Uh, let's put Cyberpunk on there. 2077. Controversial. 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 But I like, I like yeah. you making the bold move. Leo? I actually would have done that a long time ago if I hadn't forgotten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going off a release schedule list, and that wasn't on there for mm. some reason. It is, it is bold for me down considering what I, what I thought I was going to get from that game. Yeah. I mean, it is, I mean, yeah. it is at some point, like, by default at this point, one of the biggest Series X exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that that's happened since our last recording, I mean, would that have made biggest news? I think we would have bundled it into the larger issues, but that could have definitely bumped it up a peg. I or, mean, but the our news was... COVID cancels everything and Microsoft yeah. buys. Bethesda. Yeah, I, I mean, think I don't, think it, I don't think it beats it, that. Would, would that have put it over the point. edge? Who knows? I what? mean, maybe we'll find out. Yeah, it is freaking wild for someone to delist that. Just to not have to deal with the hassle of refunds. What a mess. Well, they're also still dealing with the hassle of refunds. I know. I guess that's true. Yeah, but just yeah. to stop. They the... just don't want to deal with any more hassle yeah. going right. forward for the refunds absolutely insane um of course we all remember where we're at oh uh it's me i believe um through you well i just went oh I okay i thought jeff had it's cyberpunk you're right okay i'm sorry uh leo uh a little game called post void 
Shut up. What is this? That's that's made up. All right, and Leo triggered it. Up. Now we have to explain what these games are that we're adding. What is Post Void? Well, okay. uh, it's a shooter on Steam. It's three dollars. It's a little roguelike that you know plays like a super fast Doom, where you're just lining up headshots and you're uh, getting upgrades between levels, and it is just all mood, just amazing music, and looks like nothing else. It is. Really incredible thing for three dollars. <laughs> That's awesome. Post void. Post void. Uh, Serial, do you want to throw more on this list? Uh, actually, kind of forgot about this one. But uh, Destiny Two Beyond Light. Oh no, we have to talk about that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I mean, great, cool. Um, we love we love it all. Uh, Jeffum, you can you can uh, throw in the you know towel at any moment as well. If nope, you feel, okay. I still got games and games. Okay. Again, it was this year, right, that uh, Call of Duty Warzone came out? Correct. Correct. Love it. Love oh, it. Uh, um, cruising. Cruising. I'm going to go with um, Controversial. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot came out this year, mm. and I enjoyed that game. Kyle Hilliard. Uh, yeah, definitely getting into my weirdo picks now. Uh, Creeks from Amanita Design. Kind of point-and-clicky, sort of dark, moody ad- adventure puzzle game. Did I spell that right? On Switch. Yep. Mm-hmm. And who's the team that made it? Amanita Design. Who are they? Uh, the Macanarium did- people. Machinarium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Um, what do you like about it? Um, it's got um it was recommended to me by many people because it's not like a play dead game, but it kind of has the same mysterious like I'm, I'm mechanically it's not really like a play dead game. It's it's more like just a point and click adventure game, but it's like it is very like you end up in this like underground world with these like bug these uh bird creatures and it's like very mysterious there's no dialogue you're just kind of making your way through this world and seeing things happen it's 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 very cool nice leo are we uh waving the flag XCOM chimera squad there it is you're smarter than us thank you for choosing this um you enjoyed that a lot huh i did it was weird having that and Gears Tactics back to back because it definitely did something surprisingly worse than Gears Tactics for Gears Tactics being an XCOM ripoff, but also a lot of really cool things that I hope to see XCOM carry forward. What stands out to you? I was surprised by liking the character focus because normally it's all about creating characters, naming them after your friends, watching them die. But now it's uh, characters with specific abilities, specific talent trees, and uh, if you die, you fail and you have to start over the mission, which is a huge change, but... It was really cool, like, uh, choosing different characters in a different run, right? Like, one time a save got corrupted, unfortunately. I was playing it pre-release, and I had to start over, and I just got, like, a Steam Workshop mod where I could pick from, like, a different roster of characters at the start. Because normally it's a New Game Plus thing. That's an unnecessary part of the story. But I think it's cool that you can combine different characters and have such different runs. Like, the systems in that game are really satisfying to play with. Yeah, I I liked what I played. It definitely... Yeah, I'm with you. Our first reflex was like, mm, I like creating my own characters, not on board for this. And I, I enjoyed the maybe four or five hours I put into it, and it's been on my list for a while. Like, I gotta go back to the game. I gotta go back to that game. And it's just 
at this point, I said to rip it off, rip off that band-aid and be like, it's gone forever, Chimera Squad. I, realistically, will not get back to you, but I want to honor you. And I think it's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, Sergio Vasquez? Uh, I will nominate uh, Umurangi Generation. Oh, I can hear Anna be delighted. And do you want to remind folks of what that is? Yeah, it's basically like a, uh, a an apocalyptic photography game that is kind of in the style of Jet Set Radio. Uh, so you basically, there are these very small kind of diorama-sized levels, and you basically your objective is to uh, just take a bunch of like like photos of like, okay, make sure you take uh, a poster of a butterfly or like a, a picture of a butterfly or like this particular word. Um, but it, it, that basically acts as like this way to get you to explore the environment and like each level, there's no dialogue, there's no cutscenes, but each level basically tells this kind of na- this narrative through the, just the levels by themselves. And it, I think it's really cool. Yeah. By the way, in honor of Anna, who will be joining us later, I, we have to put down Persona 5 Royal, right? That yeah. seems like whatever yeah, we should try to, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Have we just, I don't know if Among Us is like not on the table, right? I don't I think it like should be. Would... I don't think it should be. Okay. Yeah. Fine for personal I mean, list, for the, but not for the reason of it not yeah. technically releasing this year. Yeah. You right? can you can put whatever clear. freaky stuff on your personal list you want to. Absolutely. But this mm. is official as all hell. Um Jeff Margifa? Yeah, well, uh Leo's done like three turn based XCOM style games now, so I'd be remiss if I did not add Empire of Sin. Really? You're enjoying it that much? Yeah. That's it's interesting. It's basically uh, Boardwalk Empire, the strategy game, which is something that I actually complained on Twitter years ago that someone should make that game. And apparently, Brenda Ramiro was listening, and she <laughs> did it. So Perfect. Uh, by the way, if you want to learn more about the development of Empire Sin and Hades and Spiritfarer and a lot of these other games, uh, The Pathless, you can check out our developer roundtable on MinMax's YouTube channel now, also in the Patreon-exclusive podcast feed where we have the creative directors of those games talking about making games this year. It's a fun roundtable discussion if you're a development nerd like I am. Uh, excellent choice. Um, I will throw a Littlewood on there, uh, the Steam exclusive uh, as of right now, but it's being worked on for the Nintendo Switch at least, but uh, very much in that style of an Animal Crossing, very much in the style of a Stardew Valley quality of life just makes it buttery smooth build up a town customize a town date people make friends sell stuff level up you know the drill uh but just a delight uh leo that, has that come out on anything else other than pc nope it's still just on pc but leo i know you did a, a great goatee hunt on Littlewood. did you have thoughts on that just from that little bit you streamed it seemed cool i i you know got the appeal it's like a bit more of building the town than a Stardew Valley. For sure. Putting the resources into upgrading shops. And if like whenever a game is like put down a market and sell stuff, I'm on board for it. But I guess I was kind of, yeah, depending on how hard you were going to push for it, whether mm. I would revisit it before we nail down the, the ranking. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we'll see, won't we? Uh, Kyle? Uh, bug snacks. Oh, bug snacks. now we're talking about bug snacks. Yeah. Good story. Surprisingly good story. Like, like better than I expected it to be. More interesting than I expected it to be. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, Google Docs says that that's not a word, so I don't think it can be included. Uh, you got to no, be. You got to be more like umarangi. Uh, that that gets a pass. <laughs> that's a that's a Japanese word, I assume, right? Umarangi. I think it's New Zealand. It, it, it's certainly not standard English. <laughs> 
standard American English. Which is weird that, it, yeah, it just says snacks with an X. It's just like a no. That's why mint snacks got canceled. Yeah, I just couldn't handle it. Um, Leo, do you have another one? A little game called Round Guard. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. What is Round Guard again, Leo? Refresh our memory. It's, it's like Peggle, but a roguelite dungeon crawler. So you're doing damage to certain monsters and that'll do damage to you when you hit them. And there are abilities that'll let you change your trajectory or throw out smoke bombs. It's like Peggle, but you're more active while you're falling. Mm. So it's not like as clean and perfect of a game as Peggle, but it is a super fun thing to play, like on mobile, especially. Oh, yeah, yeah. Serial, you want to keep stacking? Uh, I'll throw in Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Interesting choice. Uh, that was a fun short story mode to play through this year. Did you stick also, with it for a long time after that, Serial? I, I played a li- basically before and after. You know, I basically just played a lot of the updates and stuff. And then I think the the new characters they've added this year. I like. I think this can kind of extend to Mortal Kombat 11 this year because they released this mm. and Ultimate Mortal Com- or Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Um, and I think all of those characters I think are really cool. Uh, so they've they've done a pretty good job of updating things. Like the new patch is pretty strong in terms of like how much of the game it changes and how it updates a lot of the characters. So uh, I think I, I, I would dig into it every couple of weeks or so and just have a pretty good time. Oh, nice. Uh, by the way, somebody in the backstage past mentioned a game and I'm shocked that no one's listed it yet, but I, I won't reveal it yet, I guess, just to keep it all, all natural here. But Jeff, do you got another one to throw on there? A little <laughs> real-time strategy stealth game called Desperados 3. Wow. Which I talked about a long, a long time ago. That's um, right. But I've, yeah, I've in, in terms up. of like, yeah, it it reviewed really well in places that review those kind of games, but it is it is a niche that just, I don't, you, you can't really get anywhere else. Yeah. It, and it fills, it fills a bucket for me that I didn't even know was empty and needed to be filled. <laughs> you found a new bucket. Yep. That's the most exciting feeling in games. <laughs> uh, let's see. New bucket territory for me. I'll throw Undermine on here, which I believe is on Game Pass. But that just... was 2019, my friend. Undermine? No. I looked that one up because... That is uh, not Double true. check it right now. Just As the, as the point guard to your alley-oop, he decided I was, he was going to do his research, and it just went... Uh, hang on. Undermined game release date. There's no Wait, way. Is it undermined or undermined? August 6, 2020, it says on Steam. Yeah, I think it went 1.0 in 2020, Jeff. Also. All right. Well, then I, I'll alley-oop that one. There we go. Sit down before you fall down. This is the roguelike. Uh, you're going through mining, fighting bosses, getting deeper and deeper. Uh, just a delight, simple loop. Um, Kyle, do you want to keep stacking? Yeah, I've got I've got two more. Yeah. Um, two little ones. Uh, Kunai is a metroid you know it almost i like it's it sound, it feels dismissive to say like standard but because there are so many like <clears throat> indie games inspired by metroid it it kind of feels familiar but like i like the music i it's a really cool navigation system where you have these like uh kunai that you throw into the walls and ceilings to pull yourself around i really liked it love it leo uh crusader kings 3 there we go uh, I know I you're have the groundswell. Right? Yeah, I don't think it'll have the groundswell to get to up to the two tens, but it's worth mentioning. It's a very cool game. Yeah, do you want to explain your evolution 
on Crusader Kings 3? All I heard was how hard it is to get into. Yeah. Which I get. But compared to some of those other ones, it's really not bad. It really walks you through. And then once you're in there, you can figure out most everything for yourself. It'll pop up the urgent things you have to do. You know, it's your, you're ruling your medieval town and people will wage war on you or have disputes with you. And it's pretty honestly, surprisingly self-explanatory for just like walking through it and making decisions. There's a lot there if you want to get deep with it. But if you're put off by how deep it is, I would say you can be engaging with it at like the top layer where it's asking you to make decisions and that's all you're doing and you can still have a great time with it. Yeah, and we uh, streamed it for The Great Goatee Hunt a couple weeks ago. You can check that stream out to get an idea of uh, how absurd that game can be. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, as the way you put it in that video, it's just it's designed to be a story generator. And it rarely lets you down just for the weird things that happen. Um, okay. Serial? Uh, I am cleaned out. So Love it. Jeffum? About a cute and wistful little puzzler called The Last Campfire. Oh, awesome. This yeah. is from Hello Games. Yeah. Uh, what'd you like about that one? Uh, it's a cute and wistful. <laughs> Are you reading the description <laughs> on the store page? No, it's it it was it was it's just like a nice um, you know sometimes you want a game that you can actually get through that's not gonna take a hundred hours. Um and it's just kind of nice little puzzles and then you're you're talking to all these little cute spirit people but a lot of them are they they go for more of more of like a serious kind of reflective tone that i appreciated yeah almost almost like it's a developer that's gone through some things and have has really (laughs) rethought you know what they're spending their life on and what's important and those kind of things so you get these nice little nuggets of like these little creepy little kid characters being like I should have spent more of my life hugging people that I love and and those kind of things. In between, just nice little, you know, simple puzzles. Yeah, love it. Um, I will just double check amongst Surreal and Jeffum in particular. Has Doom Eternal been a, not included intentionally? Yes, it has. <laughs> Wait, I, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I I had it on my list of games that I played and honestly like the ones that I've mentioned so far are the ones that I feel more passionate about. Ooh, I, I, does anybody want to throw Doom Eternal on this list? I mean, I guess I could throw it in there. I just totally didn't write it up on my list of games that I was going to mention, but it is it is surprisingly in my top 10 so that feels like a, a huge whip on my, on my end. But, <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, so this is just uh, an error. Right. I made a separate li- yeah, I made a separate list of like here's just every game that I like this year. Okay. Uh, I'm going to for the sake of argument just slide this up a little somewhere around <laughs> here. I mean, I think it, it's hard though because of, like considering the room, I yeah, I, I think we can leave it there for now. Okay. Okay. I'd be surprised I, if it made it on the top 210s though because yeah, kind of bounced off it. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I I and I liked it and it's certainly a great game. It's just not one that you know i'm excited to passionately argue for right yeah. right um but i like i said earlier i like the list to at least at this stage for yeah. us to just like games we like you yeah. know because I mean? it's someone's it's favorite celebration game out there of all the great games that came out you know yeah. absolutely yeah, for sure um let's see that one doesn't count as mine by the way <laughs> um <laughs> gosh i liked Boy, we're getting into the, oh Leo, 
Did you ever check out this game called Noita? I did. N O I T A. What did you think of that? It, it's not at my cup of tea, but I think it's cool, and I want some acknowledgement from you on what you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I played maybe an hour. I also think it's cool without wanting to play much more of it. Okay, it's kind of spelunky, but with more physics, more systems. Every pixel is simulated as their whole catch, so it's a lot of water fluids, acid. It's very loosey-goosey, mushy, but chaotic and crazy. Yeah, physics-y. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to watch from outside. Okay, all right, noted. Uh, but that's totally not my choice. Uh, noted. I mean, I I like I like the weirdness of Mario Kart Live Home Tour, and I like Minecraft Dungeons. I like Pumpkin Jack. Hey, just say one and put it I, on the list, I think, pal. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think um, throwing in the towel. But I- Honestly, I kind of like that quick list, even if we're not, you know what I mean? Like, I like hearing those, because, like, All right. mine, well, I don't know, I won't jump ahead. Well, I guess it is my turn. Hell, it? Just everybody jump in there, yeah. I'll put them okay. down as, my, as games my, like, I like. My last two to throw out are uh, Carrion. I thought was cool, and I played it and beat it, and I thought the ending was really cool. It's like the another kind of Metroid-y, you're this giant monster crawling through this facility, killing scientists and stuff like that. Yeah. And then um, I, I, the one that I'm like, God, I need to play more of that every time I look at the the physical stack of games I have on my shelf is Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Yes. I only played for like an hour, and I really I want to play more of it. Oh, Kyle, I was just scrolling through my list, and I just saw that one too, and I was like, oh, crap! Yes, that absolutely uh, should be on this list and discussed. So th- th- that's, that's, I'm tapped for me, so. Um, can I throw in another, just double check and read in the room here? Um, did anybody forget about Genshin Impact? Or as a group, are we just not feeling it? Yeah, I, I played it for an it. hour and just, I mean, part of it was like, I didn't like the control scheme at all. Like, I, I, I actively hate it. Uh, but I do see what, what people see in it, even in that first hour. But man, like just a lot of that st- game, the way the mechanics work in that game just did not rub me the right way. Yeah. If I we mean, had I a worse like, character, I would have mentioned Paimon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Biggest dork. I mean, I played like six or seven. I really like, I was like, I think I think I can get over a hurdle here. And I just never did. And then Immortals mm-hmm. came out and I was like, this is the sort of Breath of the Wild inspired spinoff kind of thing that I want. For yeah. Sure. Like easily unseats that for me. Uh, hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Yes, sir. Hey guys. I got I got one. Yeah. Uh, that we all absolutely loved for a week. Yes. And that was Fall Guys. I did not love Fall Guys ever. <laughs> you loved it. You loved it. You just don't I remember. I played that one week. game, got to second, and said, no, no interest. No, thank you. That, that has the legacy of that game in my house is it just makes my daughter really mad whenever she plays it. <laughs> when she gets on a team mode? <laughs> yes. It, yeah, you get it. You get it, man. I get it. Uh, it was definitely I one was... of those games where I, I, I couldn't tell I was going to get tired of it when I was in it. Like those first two weeks yeah. were awesome, and I was convincing all my friends to get it. There, I had a very you know a, a love affair with that game for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, I bet if of all the games on this list, if you took a screenshot of our faces reacting to peak Fall Guys love, and then jump cut to today, and said you would not have added it onto this list until below carrion and yeah. mario kart live home tour you'd be like you're mad like you're right i think it's it's worth acknowledging how much fun that game can be yeah mm-hmm. um leo you got something left in the tank <sighs> check this one out dorks you want to <laughs> you want to add and remove the avengers i want to <laughs> add it i think it's worth a discussion uh i know you were really into the mindless gameplay with friends right 
No, even with friends. Oh, I'm sorry. Completely with, with alone. Podcasts, with online friends. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Talk about there's it. There's enough there's enough progression hooks in there with the loot and the abilities and the getting new abilities is fun, like getting to pick up two guys as Hulk. Little things like that made made it like uh fun to pursue that power. And you don't really care about the Avengers as a concept, right? I don't. I would say it's the most I've liked an Avengers thing. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's something here, honestly, because I had the complete opposite approach from you with the Avengers, where I just tried to shoehorn it into being the focus story experience that I wanted from the Avengers. And I enjoyed my time with it. Like, ignored a lot of that stuff, didn't worry about leveling up anything. Just like, I think... When we look back on that game, there is going to be a lot of bashing about like, oh, it didn't live up to what it's supposed to be. Living game, my butt, all that stuff. But I think you're underselling. I think some of those performances in particular are really great and some solid writing too. Like if you want some, Crystal Dynamics, great studio. But in this case, if you kind of want some B-tier Naughty Dog storytelling of the year, like Marvel's The Avengers storyline, there is some really good human stuff in there that I think is worth acknowledging. You and I combined on Avengers, it's the greatest game of all time it nails it on every level <laughs> you're right we're like a black widow and hawkeye together the perfect couple <laughs> who's who you tell me but serial i mean you we did that max spoilers it seems like you enjoyed it as well right yeah i i really like the the a lot of the like you said the character work but i i, I guess i it felt really forgettable to me when anytime i played it but the cutscenes i think are really cool i think the first few hours i think uh where it focuses on miss marvel i think are really strong uh, so I, I think a lot of those narrative beats do did work for me. Uh, and it was just like, I, I think considering that only now is Ms. Marvel kind of getting like the um, time in the spotlight, you know, they announced that Disney plus series. Um, She's going to be in was, Captain Marvel too, like the co-star. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a really cool kind of look at, you know, in some cases like the future of the Marvel movies. And I think her role here is really strong. Um, but I think whenever I, I played it, I just didn't really find anything that interesting and at times and when i wanted to make it like the okay i'm gonna farm these things and kind of do it like i feel like the game just could not really figure out how to mix the okay we want to make a very interesting narrative game and we also want to want you to jump in with friends in this random mission that isn't part of the campaign right the structure is definitely just disastrous and funky and weird and you're kind of there, there are good things but you have to figure out how to make the game more interesting for yourself yeah and it takes more work than maybe it should yeah i think it's an amazing relic of this year in game development about just a clear example of the message is coming from the top down that make a living game no matter what we got to keep this thing rolling and the studio skill set is not necessarily that and then it's just this awkward lumpy structure that's released and it's like god there's there's good in there i can i can feel it father (laughs) Um, okay this looks like a hell of a list here, but unfortunately there's more than two tens worth of games. So we got to start whittling this yeah. sucker down. I also real quick, before yeah. we start whittling. Are there any on a picks that we should like make sure? Cause like, I don't want, you know, we don't want to speak for her, but if are there any like ones that I think that she would want to lock in based on our discussions with her throughout the year? I'm not sure. I think, and she can always add stuff in later too. But. Yeah, for sure. I think Crusader Kings three is interesting for her. She liked that. Um, Umarangi and Persona 5 I feel like would be her two biggies yeah <laughs> let's see I just want to make sure we considered that like I said when when she 
joins us, she can certainly add things. I yeah. just want to make sure. You know. She can call us all idiots for, for getting. <laughs> yeah, the I'm catch is she can add things, but she can't remove them. Uh, so it's a really <laughs> tough road to hoe for, but best of luck. Hanson, uh, can I, okay. can I uh, throw one more? Yeah. One more, one more out there. Uh, that was moving out, which was like the oh, kind yeah. of overcooked-esque you're moving games with your friends and it's very goofy and physics-based. And my wife and I played through the entire campaign of that and had a lot of fun. Nice. So. There's also a level that is Seinfeld's apartment. So, mm, That is nice. fun. Between that and Dreams. Uh, by the way... Yeah, I, I, I was, I was going to mention we're not counting Dreams, right? Because we counted it last year. Yeah, it got our number two spot last year. We still obviously love yeah. Dreams. Went 1.0 this year. Dreams is such a, a weird, funky thing. Uh, but 2020 was not the year for dreams. I agree completely. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think, I think that's looking good. Um, oh, Kyle, I mean to ask you, do you know how this whole thing operates? Uh, I believe Hanson, I could be wrong about this, but I believe we're supported by patrons on Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash minmax with two wins, everybody. And Leo, I've been meaning to ask you, do you like puzzle games? Yeah, I look back at all the ones I talked about today. Okay, I'm freaking serious right now, Leo. Are you hearing me? I'm hearing you. Check out Oppa Switch, now available on Xbox. Oppa Switch features over 90 handcrafted levels and a randomizer for never-ending puzzles. Inspired by classic games such as Lights Out and Hexic, it's a logic game that's fun for the whole family. And get this. Y'all ready to get this? Oppo Switch was developed by Rich McLaughlin, longtime supporter of MinMax. Drop in the Discord and ask him about Oppo Switch, indie game development, or just thank him for supporting the show. The best part, Oppo Switch is just five bucks on Xbox. Unwrap some fun this holiday season with Oppo Switch. That's O P P O, and then Switch, available on Xbox for five dollars. Hanson, I played some of that last night. Oh, what'd you think? That is a game for smarty smart pants. <laughs> It really I, escalates quick. Yeah, I, I do. Um, like, I've played, you know, the, the Lights Out kind of classic game that he's talking about. Yeah. And, like, he, as soon as he starts throwing in other variations on that and then mixing those with, like, mixing between them, like, it gets it gets real thinky real fast. So yeah, I assume you like this... puzzle games as well. Um, yeah, I'm assuming you're, the, like, the same arc as I did where I was like, yeah, I guess I'll check this out. And it's like, I am spending a surprising amount of time with this. I really yeah. want to keep going in Office Switch. Uh, also, thanks to prettygoodprinting.com. It's an online print shop that offers flyers, invitations, stickers, banners, and more. I spent many years opening and managing print shops for others, yada, 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 and I figured it was finally time to do it for myself. Soon the website will have customizable templates as well as themed sticker packs with custom designs. If there's something specific you need... And uh, Seth here is talking to the MinMax community. Something specific you need, feel free to reach out via the contact page. Use promo code MinMax for 10% off your order at prettygoodprinting.com. As they like to say, Serial, they're pretty good. Hell yeah. Also, check out This Week in Video Games for your regular fix on the latest reviews, features, or interviews from the world of gaming. Whether you're into next-gen platforms, indie gems, or interviews with industry experts, This Week in Video Games has you covered. This Week in Video Games also specializes in Destiny 2 content covering everything from the latest going-ons in Beyond Light to useful guides for exotic weapons and also builds too. If you want to level up your Guardian and get hold of all the best weapons, armor, and mods the game has to offer, then search This Week in Video Games on YouTube and subscribe for daily Destiny updates. 
That's This Week in Video Games on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Leo, what should they search again? The thing you just said, buddy. This Week in Video Games. There it is. Thanks so much for your support, everybody. Again, if you support us on Patreon, uh, we're happy to give you a plug for whatever you'd like. There's a bunch of different tiers there, so please check it out. Also... Thanks to IM8Bit for their continued support of MinMax and the MinMax community in a huge way. And they have something new in their store, Surreal. And let's just say mm-hmm. what this item is, you'd never see it coming. Death? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. Their Persona 5 soundtrack oh, on oh, vinyl. All right, A great. Persona 5. That's much better. Yeah. Four album set, the Essential Edition soundtrack curated by the developers of Persona 5. It looks awesome, as you can imagine. And what an awesome soundtrack to have on vinyl, too. And they also have on their store the Persona 5 Royal soundtrack as well. Uh, Three vinyl set. Check that out. It has mystery color discs, interactive die-cut window jacket, luxurious gold foil inner sleeves, and music by the Atlas Sound Team. So celebrate Persona 5 with some vinyl soundtracks from IM8Bit. And if you enter the promo code, which is specific to the MinMax community, MinMaxMess... Jeffem, how would you pronounce that? Jeffem? I think you would pronounce it (laughs) MinMaxMess. Thank you. He must have muted himself. Is he ignoring our ads? Oh. Max I miss- think he was pitching. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell happened? <laughs> Anyways, enter the promo code min- Oh gosh, what's happening? He's just stuck in some other delayed dimension. My God. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> promo code MinMax us for 10% off. Uh, everything under $100 at IM8Bit's online store. And if Can you... What's going on? Oh my God, Jeff, I'm just stop talking for a second, please. If you order the Persona 5 uh, Royal soundtrack on vinyl before December 31st, 2020, you can get a free Hymn of the Soul 7-inch as well. So please check that out. So normally, uh, I Am 8-Bit gives out a prize, a wonderful prize from their online store to the favorite, to the best community question that people submit on Patreon. Um, but obviously, we're not doing community questions for the Game of the Year debates And so the way we're settling this is we have people in the backstage pass watching us record this live. They're at the $10 tier on Patreon, so they can watch us record all of our content live, pre-show, post-show. They get to vote on what we stream every week for the Rick Goaty Hunt. Um, So we're going to do a little game case trivia with the folks in the backstage pass. And the winner of game case trivia will win the Earthworm Jim 25th Anniversary 1 and 2 Super Nintendo cartridge. Uh, they look awesome. One of the cartridges is like pink. Uh, it's limited edition. There's only a couple of these made from IM8-Bit, and one in 20 of them will be printed with a random cow pattern on the Super Nintendo cartridge. It's a very cool idea. So, all right. Back of the box trivia. Everybody ready here? I'm going to be reading the description from the back of a game box, and people have to buzz in by letting the guesses fly in the chat. First one to guesses it wins. Wins the Earthworm Gem 25th Anniversary cartridge. Are you ready, chat? Because here it comes. A quote from Entertainment Weekly. Crazy ambitious and highly cinematic. I'm going to say nutritious. (laughs) Discover history's darkest secret. Blank introduces players to unique vision of blank London. Tanner! Tanner gets it in the chat. That's the Order 1886. 
Congratulations, Tanner. You win the Earthworm Jim cartridge from IM8Bit. Excellent work. Everybody else in the chat is very bummed they didn't win, but what if there was a second round? And the winner of this round, by the way, uh, I assume that's Tanner Hoisington, but uh, Tanner, send me a message on uh, Discord, please, and then we can figure out the details and get the address and ship that stuff out to you. Okay, the winner of this next trivia round will win a code for OppaSwitch on Xbox from Rich McLaughlin. Oh, boy. Okay, let's go for this. Okay. Y'all ready? Here we go, Backstage Pass. You win a code for OppaSwitch on Xbox. Classic blank. New blank. Two of the greatest games of all time. Blank and blank. Colon blank. Are fused together to form the Nintendo GameCube Classic. blank as blank your mission is to rescue hostages from a blank military installation and prevent a terrorist group from launching a nuclear strike for the first time ever experience blank in the way it was meant to be played. There we go. Jared B. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Congratulations, Jared B. Isn't that I, a... I distinctly remember that because of the uh, combining the two games into one felt like just not true. Like, I know. <laughs> I was so frustrated by that when I bought it. So I was like, oh, is Metal Gear Solid 2 on here? It's like, no, it's just got mechanics for Metal Gear Solid 2. I think they just... Yeah, there was so much hype and love for Metal Gear Solid 2 that they were trying to tie that together to make people excited about 1 again by just being like, hey, the camera perspective, you can change it. It's kind of more like Metal Gear Solid 2 here. But that, yeah, it's classic metal, new gear. And then it builds itself as the fusion of the two games, which is such a weird idea. Uh, But congratulations, Jared B. Uh, Do you want to reach out on Discord and uh, we'll get that lined up? Uh, All the winners and all the contestants, thank you so much for your work. All uh, those blanks made me want to do back of the box Mad Lib sometime. That is a good idea. Yeah, let's try it. Uh, should we get back to this list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got a big old list, and uh, we have a beautiful sculpture. Basically, you know what? It's like Michelangelo said. Right now, we have a list that is the two tens, and now we just need to chisel away everything that isn't the two tens. Mm. Right. Right. Beautiful. That's nice. Thanks, man. He was so. kind of the first guy to put genitals in his art. He like was. Cyberpunk this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. A little tip of the cap. That's true. Uh, no, there was a GTA 4 expansion that, uh, that won that. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. He's, he was definitely involved in some genitals clipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are we going to do with this big old list? Should we try and organize the, the alley-oops and get those to see what's near that top? It, just so we have something to work with that's not overwhelming here. Okay, yeah. So before we just start cutting, you're saying. That's right. That's right. Okay. What in the bottom we think has a good chance of crossing over? Of crossing over, yeah. Um, I think um, I'll throw one out. I will put Resident Evil 3 towards the top of the alley-oops. 
by the way, Hanson. Yeah. Full list that we have 58 items. 58 items. Perfect. This nice. lane for 58 items or less. That's... I think Spirit Fairer has a good chance. Mm. I think uh, yeah. you're right. I think you're right. Moving that towards the top, just looking at the gateway. I, I think, think you can move uh, Cyberpunk up too. Yeah. Honestly. I think that was a honest mistake. Okay. How, um, so we're doing the deepest dive on Cyberpunk. I'm only six and a half hours in because of that deepest dive. I'm going to be playing more uh, before the next recording. Before next week's episode of I hope you are Game of the Year. <laughs> no, for the Game of the Year debates next week on the podcast. You know, um, how's everybody feeling about it at this point? I worry it'll be too soon for sure, but God, I am loving that game right now. Yeah, I'm really. More since our first episode than before. I'm at like twenty plus hours now, and yeah, it's. I I guess we don't want to spoil our upcoming talk, but no. it's it's just gotten it's gotten better and better for me to the point where I was up until four in the morning last night, which is incredibly stupid when you have a newborn child, you're still taking care of, but I just oh, yeah. couldn't, I could not stop playing. That's not a game you should, you should show a child at any stage. Of yeah. I don't know what you're well, doing. You know, they got to learn. They got to <laughs> learn about penises. It's a boy. So you also have one of those penis like clipping. It, it's relevant. Uh, and uh, the crazy yeah, thing, we I quick, I just quickly, I had, I, I went in like I had this weird. I went in with very low to like no expectations. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really liking it more than I thought I would. I'm definitely I'm enjoying it more than I thought. Which, um, yeah. it seems insane. I mean, it's definitely buggy on PC. But as of now, six and a half hours in, there's nothing that's a deal breaker for me. Now, Jeff, I know you're playing an Xbox One X, and it's crazy to me that you're like, yeah, it's all right. No, it's, it's also been fine. It. I think I've had one crash again since that, since the episode that we've recorded. And otherwise, I got stuck on a tent once. Like I jumped, <laughs> I jumped down into this place, and I was stuck on a tent and couldn't get off of it. it was, Ugh, that sounds intense. But otherwise, yeah, little little you know bugs. And obviously, it's much worse on other platforms. Yes, I don't, I don't. I'm not invalidating anyone's complaints about it, but. I have not had that many personally, and I've just been having a great time with it. So, okay. Um, what are the other alley oops we could pick up off the floor and move up there? Uh, Crusader Kings, Leo. I mean, I don't know. Leo, that's I, I your ball it, to toss. Yeah. I, I, if Anna wanted to toss it, I would help, but I wouldn't personally toss it. Okay. There. Okay. I'm uh, I'm picking up Sackboy. And uh, not slam dunking that sack into the net, but I'm at least <laughs> at least moving it closer to the rim here. It does have a level about Britney Spears' song, Toxic. I like right? that you like, phrase it understand. that it's about toxic. <laughs> it's dissecting the piece, of, the piece of art that is toxic by Britney Spears. That is true. Yeah. I mean, it would have been my best art of the year if it had released this year, that song. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what else do we like here? We like it all. Uh, but which do we Tools, I would of course. bump up. Yeah, what... um are pretty close to already being up there, but yeah, I would it's pretty maybe... High. Okay, what's uh, what, what's the vibe on Demon Souls for this discussion? How's everybody feeling about it? I really like it. I, mean, I think I like it more than I when I played it the first time, too. Yeah, but you sounded kind of flat and, when you said that. No, I think it's because I think <laughs> Demon's... I, totally forgot a lot of my playthrough about demon souls but i think going back to it now i i remember there you know there are 
contingents of people who think this is the best one. Um, and I thought those people were like, okay, you're trying to be like the, the hipster. Well, I, I was into Souls games before they were cool. But going back to it, I definitely feel like, oh, okay, this game is actually doing a lot of interesting stuff that the, that the rest of these games never pick up on uh, with like specific enemy designs and like the way they structure a lot of those levels. I totally am on board. Like it, it definitely climbed up my personal rankings of Souls games as mm. I played through. It's oh, like interesting. Pretty close. To, uh, it's like pretty high up there now. Uh, is one of the more one of the more creative and interesting Souls games up there. You're saying top three? Uh, like on the list? Yeah. I I would say I would love for it to be in the top ten for sure. Oh, I, I meant um, in your personal list. Oh, but, all right. I guess uh, I moved Demon Souls to number three on the two tens here. Um, <laughs> not yet. One. But I I I'm also like I feel like. Anything that is more than like, oh, it's just a game that I really like, I think would be like pretty surprising because I don't know what the, the room's temperature is on it. Right. I, I like when I've played. I've played about two hours. Okay. I'm enjoying it. I want to get back to it. Yeah. I'm sorry, two hours? Yeah. I've played more than you streaming that sucker. Oh. Um, okay. And you're the only two really that are sinking your teeth into it, right? Yeah, I guess Kyle and Leo. Or yeah, Leo, you're not playing it, are you? No, okay. no, not my thing. Um, I mean, it is always that thing of like, it's a remake, you know, like that, that's yeah. not a huge factor. Like if it's good, it's good. But it's like one of those counter arguments that will also be pushed against Tony Hawk, you know, which is a game that I loved and played a crap ton of this year. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm going to actually, I'm not even going to, but Anna is actually grabbing my hands uh, from another <laughs> realm and moving Persona 5 Royal up this list. Wait, so is Anna dead? Is that what you're trying to break to us? <laughs> I don't think so. She's just a force she's, user. She's broken into, hand, she's stealing his heart or whatever the oh, okay. context is within the game. I, I, you'd think I would know better because I watched so much of it be played, but I'm not sure. <laughs> There's uh, a talking cat named Mona. <laughs> based on the room controversial i'm gonna slide avengers up and no one says no so i'm gonna keep moving that up i'm kind of i bounced off of it i played like four or five hours of it and i was like i don't want to play this anymore but like yeah it's a big win for me you okay guys are making decent arguments to like me. well i'm mixed on it because i think like and on i really enjoyed my time with it but when you say things like that it's like yeah totally understandable like i, I don't begrudge you that take it's not like i'm mad that you didn't like the game as much as i did i i feel like i'm yeah. kind of into in like a more invested version of that same thing of like yeah it's like totally i didn't i have not thought of it about avengers much since i beat it yeah um surreal beyond light yeah. you feeling like we gotta slide that sucker closer to the barrier of the i definitely don't want it gone yet because it's like it's super high up for me personally i think yep. it's, a lot of it is owed specifically to that raid which i think is either my first or, or second first favorite raid because I think and what they do there is so good. Like I've like since that game, since that raid launched, I have run that thing every week, uh, multiple times. Uh, and now I'm at, at a point where like my group and I are trying to do the flawless run, which is where no one dies. And normally I would say that's just not a thing that I do. But I love this raid so much, and a lot of the ways it iterates on Destiny stuff, um, I think is so strong. And like it, it is a showcase for why I think I still play Destiny, which is like the raids. So uh, I'm really passionate about that one. Okay, that's good to know. Um, I'm I, a, yeah, Leo. I would like to see Star Renegades move up. Mm. I would fight for that. Yeah, 
Um, remind us, what is this again? Turn-based roguelite, beautiful pixel graphics, that depth of field and some neon colors and some cool music. But uh, it's a combination of a lot of great things in games. There's a nemesis system type thing. There's forming relationships with your allies while like camping between battles, which is a, a satisfying system. And just the, the way it plays with being turn-based where you can it's all about playing the turn order and staggering people and i almost almost thought about bringing up breaking an enemy in star renegade as one of the best moments of the year Mm. just because the combination of the presentation and the satisfaction of like outsmarting this enemy so that they can't even attack you this turn it feels really great yeah okay um i'm gonna stick a big old thermometer in the mouth of this room on warzone I have not touched it. Okay. I like Warzone. I didn't play as much as I was expecting or hoping to compared to how much I love Blackout. Like, Blackout was my third favorite game of that year, 2018. Um, I like what I played of Warzone, but, I mean, I'm probably, like, 10 hours, something like that. Not that much. Where's everybody else at with that thing? Yeah, I'm I'm probably around there, and I it's certainly up there for me in terms of battle royale games but i wasn't i wasn't gonna try and push that up i mean the list. i think it's one of those things like none of us brought up the new black ops you know for the the 210s here yeah and i think it's that like call of duty problem it's like the kid that gets straight a's it's like there's that iteration there <laughs> of like you play warzone you're like yeah this is a good version of what i previously played but it's familiar and so it's not really making a big impact on me, you know? Yeah. I will say Warzone is probably my favorite Battle Royale right, out right now. I've put like 30 hours into it. Yeah. But even then, it's like, I just am not in the mood for Battle Royale that often. Yeah. I guess. But I bet. But I, I did love that game. Okay. And we're judging how much people loved a game this year. That's worth something, yes? I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those games where I loved it in the in the moment of it. But looking back, it's like, I don't know. That could have not happened and I'd be fine. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, Leo, if I could ask Leo a question. Speak. Can I? You may. Floor is yours. Um, what about Gears of Tactics in terms of, uh, like, on the level <laughs> of Gears Star of Renegades? <laughs> what? Just you, making fun of you adding that extra word. You called it Gears um, of Tactics, and then we all laughed I at you. I thought I just said Gears Tactics, but. It must have been a Discord sorry, man. Baby brain. Yep. Throwing ofs in there. Uh, interesting comparison. Uh, of those two, gosh, I think Gears Tactics really does a lot for uh, m- making turn-based tactical combat exciting for people who wouldn't typically like it. Like me. I think that is like, it struck me as moving gaming forward in a way that not a few, not not many games do. Just like, oh, this is a step. This is a. I'm impressed that they pulled this off. So what I'm hearing so is, so I you, would, I would give it the edge, yeah, probably. Wow. Okay. Putting it above Star Renegades on the on the barrier list. Yeah, I only saw it was already pretty high. Otherwise, I would would have brought it up. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's that's what I was wondering. I am dumbstruck, dumbfounded, thunderstruck, lovestruck by your lack of comments on Tony X Pro Skater One and Two so far, Leo. Yeah. I don't know. It was comfort food. I'm glad they did it. It's I haven't gone back to it that much. I don't know. No, no ill words to say about it, but 
but you're not like, feeling like off the charts. this needs to be on the know? list. <laughs> that that's kind of where I was too. Like I I hundred percented the first couple levels in terms of like getting all the challenges on it, and then it was like, oh, all right, you know, like that kind of sated my Tony Hawk thirst. Yeah, I think I'm in your and exact I haven't camp. Gone back to it much mm-hmm. since then. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little uh, stronger on it than you guys. Like I uh, ended up playing, you know, both like beating both Tony Hawk one and two, and it just ended up being this really fun like nostalgic game and also it there was enough that i like completely forgot that it felt like the new tony hawk game that we've been wanting for many years that we like that five didn't that what five wasn't that mobile game wasn't and so like it really it really clicked for me then that like i was it felt like i was playing a good new tony hawk's pro skater game which i hadn't in in years yeah um one that uh I'm interested in the room's thoughts on for not moving up is Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is a game that I enjoyed. We did the deepest dive on it. We had a good time talking about that game. I don't know if I'm feeling passionate about fighting for it to be on the two tens. It's solid. It's that combat is still incredibly fun. The animation is amazing. I think the story was solid. Kyle, how are you feeling about Spider-Man Miles Morales? Uh, like similarly like it's it's funny like almost echoing leo's tony hawk thoughts like i have nothing negative to say about that game but i also played it beat it and was like all right done happy to move on you know you you were fun but like it's it's i don't know it just didn't make a didn't leave a strong impression on me despite being very undeniably well made yeah uh surreal did you start miles morales yet yeah, I've 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 I finished it, and I'm kind of oh, great. with Kyle. Where it's like in the moment, I was like, okay, this is like everything about what I'm doing, like the swinging, the combat, and the like. Surprisingly enough, like the story, I think really did like some really interesting things. But yeah, I just have, even though I just beat it like maybe last week, I just it has really not made much of a lasting impression on me. It just feels like, yep, yeah, we did that before. We were excited back in you know 2018 yeah. when Spider Man came out. Um, and it's nice to have a new take on that, but it feels like, yeah, the second time around on a concept that even the first time around, it wasn't like, ah, oh, this is sticking with me forever. I love Spider-Man so much. It was a super solid game that year. And then it kind of came and went. I mean, it's a really, really good DLC. It's kind of like how it feels. Well, yeah. I mean, more than that, that's but unfair. yes, like, you know, but like it, that's how it feels. Right. You know? like, right. Just a very satisfying extension of the first Spider-Man game. Yeah. And speaking of feels, uh, Surreal, if found, how are you feeling about that on this list? I, I really like it a lot. Um, it is definitely like one, like a really personal game. So it's I, it, it's hard for me to like talk about it as like, oh yeah, this this game's got all sorts of great features. It's just a matter of like, th- does like the very specific tone that it, it is kind of working in work for you? But it, it I think it really worked for me. Um, it was, it was like a, it's pretty sure it's like two hours, but um, that's definitely when we, when I thought about this structure of, okay, like we can, we, we talk about some games and we recommend it. And then like, we kind of have people check out a few games. I think this was pretty high up there for game. I would like other people to play because it's like, without, you know, getting into spoilers too much. I think there, it, it is such a, it is a thing that I'm very curious to see what other people's are, uh, like thoughts on it are, but I'm really, I'm really strong on it for sure. And it's the visual novel where you're like mm-hmm. erasing on your screen, tells a story of uh, a trans woman from Ireland. Yeah, okay. in like the 90s. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they, they do a lot of interesting work where it just, you, you don't see 
a lot of stories and games like this. Um, and I think like the way that this game delivers it, I think is, is it's a really good um, kind of mix of you're not just reading, you know, like it, like the fact that you're interacting with it, it's uh, is like a key component to that game. It's not just like a visual novel where you're like, not to like the mean visual novels, but it's like, it's not just the thing where it's like, Oh, I kind of wish I had this as a book, which is sort of my feeling when I, when I read a lot of visual novels. Um, but because I, I think like the, just the act of erasing stuff, I think works really well in its favor. So it, it is a really good mix of like, it's not anything mind blowing, but it is like this really good use of we're going to take we're going to use this mechanic to tell a story that we couldn't tell otherwise as well. Yeah. And it's on switch. And so the erasing mechanic mm-hmm. uh, on the touchscreen seems like a very cool way to play that. Um, uh, Kyle, Black Mesa, are you feeling like it's going to cross that barrier? I really liked Black Mesa a lot. Like it's high on my personal list. Um, it's yeah, it's just a really good remake of a classic game, and they extended the end of the game in a worthwhile way. Like I'm I'm one of those people that never really had a problem with Zen. There's like this weird, you know, there's this group that doesn't like Zen in the original Half Life. Yeah, I always thought Zen was pretty cool, um, and to get more of it, I think was 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 good. And it's just you know, it just feels and looks like a a modern shooter. But it's based on the sort of layout and story of the original Half Life. So I, yeah, I, I it, it's great. It's I'm, I really enjoyed really it. Really well made, too. you know. I will say though, like I, they modernize a lot of it, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it feels like a modern shooter. But it feel it makes a good yeah, argument for why Half Life's version of first person shooting, I think, is still kind of a thing that we should do versus just like okay, aim down the sides, kind of you know, like go to the next objective. I think the the way that it almost feels. Like not Zelda like, but it feels a little bit more puzzly. Where it's like, okay, go. You have to go into this room to get this thing, and then uh, like over here, you know, like the way it's kind of throwing you into maps more so than like here's a cinematic thing where you're kind of going from door doorway to doorway. Uh, I think it does. It makes a really good case for why that style of shooter I think is still uh, interesting and not outdated at all. And I yeah, yeah I really like, my hope for it is that like a young player who's not super familiar with Half Life would play it and. I, I feel like their takeaway could be like, oh, that was a great game and not even just like, oh, I see why that was impressive at the time. Like, I think they right. could play it and be like, yeah, that was a really good game, you know? Yeah. That's Which is a high also, compliment for a remake. Yeah. I also feel like this is, it's one of the few remakes where I'm like, okay, this is maybe just now the definitive version of this game. Like, I, with a lot of games, it does feel like, oh, you know, like the the like the high-res version of this kind of loses something of the original feel of the, of the game. But like, I think if you were, if someone were to recommend or ask me for recommendations about like, oh, well, what should I play Half-Life? You know, like Half-Life 3 might come out at some point and they're like, oh, what should I play to catch up? I would basically just tell them, play Black Mesa, play Half-Life 2, play Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the list of things, probably not moving up, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, I love the ambition of that game. The fact that they made an open region, I guess you'd call it, action RPG in the Dragon Ball universe. And it's like, we're going to tell the entire Dragon Ball Z story. And the amount of effort that would take from CyberConnect 2 to tell every saga and not like the standard Budokai boiled down version of just like, I don't know, fight this guy, fight this guy, fight this guy. The fact that like they go into so much detail, tell every twist and turn basically of that story, some of the fun stuff in between the sagas, I was really blown away by the ambition of that game. And it was fun to run around that world. I really enjoyed my time with it. And now they've added DLC telling like super storyline which seems insane that they wouldn't save that for a sequel. The fact that they're just like, let's squeeze it all in now uh, is impressive. So I, I enjoyed you, that game for what it was. 
that it's one of those games that I played and I was having a good time, but it was kind of one of those like lay the groundwork kind of games where there's like it's sold really well. So it, yeah. there will probably be a sequel. And it's one of those things where I was like, ooh, I bet if they iterate on this, that sequel is going to be really good. But what do they know? do? I mean, they could do Serial's thrill of a lifetime be- of yeah, going back to cool. Dragon Ball and just telling that story, which would be awesome to do the yeah. original. Yeah, I don't. Story wise, I don't know what they do, but yeah, just like you know, break like truly open world or something. Like there's like a couple of shortcomings there that ended up making me like not really feel the need to finish it. But yeah, but yeah. getting like just to run around, you know, West City or something, and getting to actually fly yeah. around, like it just boost in different speeds. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, any other uh-huh. games people want to celebrate here before we basically let go of the train for the back half of this uh, caboose? I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I do really want. I do want to touch on Amnesia Rebirth. Yeah, um, I think that game is pretty cool. I don't think it's like anywhere near as good as Soma, but I think that 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 to me is like a like Soma is one of my favorite games. So it's kind of like I kind of expected it, but I, I was surprised by how good it was despite you know my expectations for it. Um, I think it it does a really interesting thing of making horror where you don't necessarily feel like you're about to do like see another jump scare right it is a really good it is really good about having this constant feeling of dread and the way it kind of does implement some survival elements without being really harsh or restrictive about it i think works to its favor um i think i like the the story i think has sat with me um pretty like pretty powerfully um not necessarily for like the plot of it but like what that character goes through tassi the main character i think her arc is really strong um, and they do some interesting things towards the end with like choice um, that I, I think if you were looking for a different kind of horror game, I think this game does basically what you would have, what you could have asked that team to do at this point. And I, I like that they are kind of on their own path, um, you know, frictional games. And I like, I'm really, I, I love that team a lot. So I'm, I'm, I was really satisfied with uh, rebirth for sure. Uh, I do want to shout out, I guess I don't need to. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners did come out this year. It'll be on yeah. my personal top ten. I don't think it has a chance or should really be on our t- two tens, probably, but great VR game. Great, like, full, full-ass full game in VR, which <laughs> you can't say about that many VR games, really. It's like, you know, if that exact game was... You didn't need VR to play it, it would still be a good a journey. Yeah, and The Walking Dead thanks you. The big question. No. A lot of enemies. Unplayable. A lot of computations. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good uh, campaign, good survival oh, gameplay, like really well-rounded. Nice. Yeah. I, I also do want to talk about Doom Eternal a little bit. Yeah, uh, please. I really like that game. I think I, I feel it, it's weird because like I know that it, it's it's more pragmatic than anything else. Like I just I don't think that can kind of put up enough uh, of a fight for it f- for it to make the top 20 but i like that you're projecting uh, i don't think it could put up enough fight you're talking about yourself sir <laughs> well like i don't think i could put up enough fight for this sure. game let's say um but i think it is what like i think it just hit all the marks for me and i was i'm someone who didn't super glom onto tomb 2016 which makes me you know a weird outlier but i think I, this game kind of did so much so right um that like all the different weapons that you have i think feel functional in a way that they did in 2016 i like the level design a lot better i thought doom 2016 this was kind of confusing and i understand that like the game has like all these things that it throws at you like both from an enemy perspective and like the tools at your disposal that it can feel really overwhelming but it, to me it just feels like it hit just right where i feel like i have just enough options during any 
particular encounter in any moment that I always felt like this game is really hard, but I have so much agency that I'm just not, I'm not living up to my potential as a player. Um, and when I did have those moments of like, okay, I'm doing everything right. It felt like better than so many other games this year. Yeah. I appreciated um, that ammo scarcity was oddly a thing. Like you had yeah. to be careful about what you were using and if you were using the right things to get the ammo back that you needed right. instead of it just being like a complete non-issue. Like it is in so many, you know, power fantasy shooters like that, I guess. Yeah. And I, like, it is all about agency in those fights, right? Like anytime you're seeing like one of those meters drop and like on harder difficulties are just going all over the place constantly. Like you're losing all of your armor in one hit, but you're like killing this one thing. Cause you lit it on fire. You're getting bonus armor. And, and so like you get it all back. So it just feels like this really like, um, rush of a like of a power fantasy of just like i know what i'm doing but it is going to be this harrowing experience to get there and i i i understand like some of the platforming in that stuff doesn't work and i think the levels are a little long um and there are like just straight up and especially in that dlc some parts of it that game that are way too hard um but yeah i i front to back i really really enjoyed doom internal but i think i also it's also one of the things that like makes me frustrated because i know the console versions of that game just don't play as well so it's like we just uh-huh. literally had a very different experience than than I think a lot of people who who like played and reviewed it on console. In that uh, in that realm of comfort food, I got to give it up to Sackboy Big Adventure. Uh, I finished that game. It's surprisingly long. I think I spent about like twenty hours or so with the game on PlayStation Five. Um, just a lovely little platformer. And I was very skeptical for the first couple worlds, like especially playing single player, because it's just that kind of Super Mario 3D world effect of these levels are a little bit too big. They seem a little bit barren. Seems like they're reusing a lot of assets. And I feel like as that game progresses, it gets more and more creative. As Kyle mentioned, having the music levels in there, I think is a fun touch, even if it is just, hey, Rayman Legends was popular. It does feel like a fun fusion of some Rayman Legends combined with Super Mario 3D World and I think it's the best co-op platformer since those games. Like, specifically, the multiplayer-only levels in that game. Have you checked those out yet, Kyle? No. They're I, really I, good. I, was, I really want to play more of it. Like, uh, And I, I, it's funny because you're, like, dismissive of the fact that it's like, oh, it's a little Rayman Legends-y, but it's like, that's how video games work, man. They take the best parts of other games and try to iterate them and make them better on different, like, platforms, you know? Like, so it's not... Like a, it almost sounds like you're talking about it like it's a knock against the game or something. But yeah, yeah. I I wish I had played more, but it's it's yeah. I it's I yeah. I don't have a lot to say because I've only played like the first couple levels and I really liked it. And it's okay. Know. It just it only gets better from there. I really think it starts cool. out pretty dry. Um, I I it's no Crash Bandicoot four. And so I feel like getting both those games on the two tens is going to be a tall order. So that's where I'm at for that. Uh, Leo, how are you feeling about Spirit Fair? What's your gut telling you? Leo, what does your mute button tell you? Oh, sorry. That's been, a, I don't know what's happening. Um, I would love to see it on the top 10. Spirit Ooh. Fair. Love it that much. Love it that much. I think it's a, it's a phenomenal experience of uh talking about what kyle just said about like taking the best parts of other games and rearranging it it's like rearranging it in a way i never would have predicted would work like you're just platforming around your own ship that you are building and designing to get between these different tasks you have to take care of yeah like the combination of platforming and management sim and settlement builder really works surprisingly well yeah i know you love the co-op in it specifically 
Yes, co-op has been great. It's the perfect game to be like, you go manage the mill. I need, We need to make these this stuff in the loom for one of our upgrades we want so we can help out this guy. So we'll be happy and we'll sing to everybody. <laughs> Cute little characters. Yeah. It's it just fantastic animation. Yeah, yeah, I'm only like halfway through it. I need to play more. Before next week's podcast, I hope to to play more um, and try out co-op specifically. But it just, it playing that game reminded me that just, Hey, developers get it. They get, which is so stupid to say in 2020, but like they get what makes games good. Just having a game where it's like you're just sailing around and slowly building up this ship, just cozy vibes, friendly vibes all around. It's like, yes, I'm glad that this game exists. This seems like exactly what we could use. And it's only ever 2D, but the way that you place a waypoint on the map and your ship will be moving from left to right to get there. But if there's a city nearby, you'll see it in the background Mm -hmm. and you can pass by treasure and go into storms and stuff. It feels like you're exploring a full world, even though you're only ever moving between left and right. And I think that is an achievement and very clever design. Yeah, that's sounding strong. Sounding strong. Probably the strongest out of this batch. Yeah, I've played less than both you guys and I like I could see it being in the the 210s. Um, What's uh? What's the room's take on Resident Evil 3? I gotta be honest. Don't. <laughs> Leo. Please lie to us. <laughs> Don't become our nemesis. Ooh. Love 2 really didn't like 3. I'm in the same boat. Really didn't like? You'd use those words, Surreal? I, I just, like, I guess it, I, I found it almost entirely unnecessary. Uh, just like, yeah, you're not really doing anything that I don't think the the Resident Evil 2 really did. Uh, and like the, the, the focus on action, I, I didn't mind it at the time. Like I, I didn't like hate it as I played it, but it's just a game that just felt like, oh man, I like, I don't know that I really got much out of that. Like I felt really kind of empty when I beat it. And I know that that's a game that people, you know, speed run and stuff, but it just like, there was no high points for me. It was just like a consistent kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm, this is okay. I'm, I'm having fun. Like there's like that one section where you're kind of fending off zombies in the, I think hospital, and that I thought was cool, but yeah. like everything else is just like, I'm just not like, this isn't, it's not doing anything that I'm like super crazy about. Definitely Nemesis is a disappointment versus what we thought Nemesis would be based on Resident Evil 2. But still, I think taking it for what it is, I think it's just still a great tight survival horror game. Uh, and I'm a sucker for this, obviously, because I'm terrible at puzzles. And so the fact that they stripped out almost all puzzles from a Resident Evil game, I was like, yeah, I'm into that. And people talk about like, oh, yeah, fo- focus on action. It's outrageous. It's like, I know it's not fair for judging this game, but it's like, do you remember what Resident Evil was like not that long ago? Like, do you remember Resident Evil 6? Like, this game is a godsend compared to that. Yeah. No, I disagree. I think it what? harkens back to Resident Evil 6 in a way that uh, <laughs> disappointed me. Uh, the, I mean, the, I, I don't think it's a bad action game is a thing, but it's like, it's just not an interesting one. Like, I don't, I don't think it, like, I totally agree with you that I don't mind when Resident Evil does action, but I think this is like, there's one boss fight that almost for me, like consisted of just like running around the same power generator, triggering it over and over again, and just like killing him like super easily without any thought. I wasn't scared at all. And like most of those fights feel like a foregone conclusion. And I just didn't have like the action elements of that game just didn't feel super like as interesting as like even when like Resident Evil 5 came out. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Leo, you're going to say something about puzzles? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's the opposite for me, for sure. I, I like the puzzles the most. But I agree, you know, trying to judge it outside of comparing it to other things. Yeah. For sure. But even in that metric, 
I hate, you know, boss fights where I'm not sure if I'm even supposed to be shooting them or if it's just a waste of bullets. I feel like this <laughs> game had the most of any game I've played. Yeah, it's Resident Evil 3, baby. <laughs> that is yeah. the game, yeah. Well, this is all fair, but what I really... I mean, the reason I want to move it up is for Resident Evil Resistance. No, I didn't I didn't play that. Um, sorry. Uh, Kyle um, and Jeff, yeah. you both beat it as well, right? That was good. Yeah. I mean, there's other... I think there's other games that are on the cusp that have a a better case to be made for them. I'm just shocked because Resident Evil 2 got our game of the year last year. And in my estimation, Resident Evil 3 is like 60 to 70% that game. I'll say 70% as fun as that game is to me. And now it's like not even consideration for the two tens. It seems crazy. It's a little bit of the Miles Morales situation where it kind of felt like an extension of two. You right, know? and it's like it's funny because the hook of that game is Nemesis, and we're like, oh man, Mister X was awesome. Can you imagine if like they devote way more resources to a character like that for this part? And it's like it was way more underwhelming than Mister X. Like it ultimately became a solid, forgettable action game for me. And the most interesting, th- yeah, I keep comparing it to Resident Evil Two again, which is probably not fair, but. The linearity versus the open parts, which were like what I loved about Resident Evil 2. Like yeah. what made that game work for me was disappointing. Yeah, I think your percentage is a little high. The 60 to 70 percent. You know, I would put it like like 40 or something. Cause just because the act, the shooting felt very similar. You know, but the layout and the structure of the the, the world, yeah. the city was like much more enticing in 2. Yeah, no it's doubt. It's a good game. It's, that's always the thing here. It's right, like, right. I liked Resident Evil 3. I had a good time. It's not a bad game. It's just like there were way more compelling experiences for me ultimately throughout the year. Yeah, well, sad sad day. Sad day, <laughs> Raccoon City. <laughs> okay. You should the outbreak now this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse. Yeah, remember how weird it was to play that game like right at the start of the pandemic? Yeah. It was bizarre. Wash your hands posters all over the hospitals and stuff. Wash your hands or you're turning to Nemesis. Um, Okay. I think we got a good read and where everybody's at for the alley-oopers. Should we look at this bottom 10? What stands out for something we could bump out? Does anyone want to start poking holes at this Jenga tower? How about that uh, Pooper Mario? Ooh, oh, he's going the, out swinging. I thought we are going to the bottom. We're going to the top? No, I don't think we should even delete stuff. We don't need to. We can leave this list of, you know, the alley-oopers down at the bottom there for reference. Uh, okay. I think, yeah, we start poking out these, the bottom 10. Okay. Yeah, how oh, much God, love is there for Pooper Mario? Mario? Was that just Surya? Yeah, I, I played... Uh, probably five hours and I liked it. Um, it is certainly not the return of Paper Mario's glory that I was hoping for, but undoubtedly amazing writing. Probably my favorite writing of the year. Well, I mean, I guess between that and The Last of Us, that's tough. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's in the- up there. It's really fantastic. It's, it's, yeah. Little apples and oranges there. But. I will yeah. say, like, did you make it to some of the, like, how far did you make it in? Um, like the second world. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Th there are definitely a lot of really cool moments coming up. Uh, I know. There's one moment in particular that people I've heard really rave about. Yeah. And I have like a few of my own kind of very specific moments. There's there's a moment in, like really late in that game that I thought was like a combination of the most horrifying and most hilarious thing I have ever seen in a game. It is incredible. <laughs> wow. Uh, All right. Um, but I think I wonder if it just hit me in a very specific way and most people just didn't react to it. But that game is so solid throughout. Uh and I, I, I know I understand that people are kind of disappointed that there aren't there isn't a replacement for the Paper Mario series. But I absolutely love that battle system. I, I think that it is one of the most clever things they have done with that series. Um, and I think I, I, I've said it multiple times, but I think even something like um, like most RPGs just devolve into like, OK, I have my setup figured out. The combat is just going to be mashing. The like, I'm just mashing A because I have everything figured out. Yeah, I love that this game never forces you to do that because like because every combat encounter is literally a puzzle and there are puzzles in that game that just did not click with me uh for a while where i was just like okay i i want to be beat this particular encounter like perfectly and like just figuring out like oh this entire time i could just move these three things i feel like a genius so it felt like this at its best it was like an rpg where the combat system was like baba is you or something where it's just like you just put this stuff together in the right ways it feels so simple but you it took you so long to figure out that it is so satisfying and you're never basically like even one, once you line them up yeah you just kind of like timing attacks and stuff yeah but there are moments in that game that i just absolutely adored both in the combat and in the story for sure the combat's better than i thought it would be based on the trailers like oh my god every random combat is just going to be a slide puzzle oh my god how's that going to work yeah. a rotation slide puzzle um definitely it still feels like a lot you're doing that a lot throughout the course of that game yeah i, I think but i think what i to this game strengths i think that it more than other games i think you can just like avoid encounters it very easily without feeling like you're being penalized for that because even in something like yakuza a game like that i really like it feels like okay i i don't want to fight like random street thugs right now but i am going to get behind the level curve if i don't and the the fact that the game just says like yeah it's, it's fine if you just want to like not do these there are fights that you do have to do but if you're like okay i need to come back to this other area like you can just run around and, and skip like a lot of those fights if you know what you're doing and i like the finding the toads and, and like all throughout the world i thought was really clever and i just like after i beat that game i went and did all the boss fights again because there's like a this lab where they just tell you like hey just you can beat the boss fights again with like some conditions and i just played like there's a time trial mode where you're basically like okay how many of these puzzles can you solve in like how, like this amount of time and i just played that for fun after i beat the game jesus it's not something i do with like most rpgs yeah what i'm trying to get a read on is uh how's that jenga piece is this a uh, super glued in here surreal or is this well it's I mean, really i'm, I'm sorry to nudge it but i i think i got further than you hansen Ooh. i think i got like I, I i like the ninja house you know what that is surreal mm -hmm. i don't know how well yeah. you remember it moment, it's like act moment, two okay yeah and it's like there's there's just always going to be that core problem with modern Paper Mario where I just don't want to fight because there's no reward. Yeah. You know, like seems I, crucial. The puzzles are compelling, but it's like I I don't want to do it because it's time consuming. And even and, and then like when I do, I get coins and it's like then it but and I do feel like I'm missing content if I don't fight them. So like I don't know. It just yeah. it, it's telling to me that like I really lost interest when i didn't have a lot of other stuff to play and like have really have not felt compelled to go back to it like it was a chore for me to be like i think there's something here and it just like it never appeared for me i don't know sure i, I definitely have like a spiel about how a lot of that is, is maybe, <laughs> uh 
like well a lot of it is because we have just been so trained to have like to believe in these intrinsic like progression systems that anything we're not immediately rewarded for isn't worth doing right but i totally get it right like that that for a lot of people that that a, a system where it's like do you like the combat system then then play more of it if you don't then avoid it right like that mm-hmm. kind of uh, uh risk like you know time management thing isn't like gonna hit with everybody because you don't feel rewarded intrinsically versus implicitly of like i enjoyed doing the combat so i did as much of it as i could um but if like the combat isn't vibing with you that basically makes a lot of the game's larger systems kind of fall apart which i totally get but yeah i I think it is i think it is kind of like underappreciated in terms of how much it was playing with the rpg as a as a thing versus just like yeah we'll put a progression system you you level up you know like all the things that you expect an rpg to do i think this game was like swinging for the fences when it came to just like what can we change about the rpg and still keep it an rpg yeah yeah um solid solid it's the tricky thing with these lists are the sole contenders you know ones where yeah one person is really passionate about it. like i think strangely enough paper mario's sister entry here phasmophobia is kind of leo's paper mario you know both of them you know what i mean where it's like (laughs) where i played a bit and i wasn't crazy about phasmophobia but i think it's cool but leo how how red hot is your poker about phasmophobia uh i love it but i don't need to see it on this list oh my god all right I, I think it is so wonderful when a game like that comes out that's like oh you can make a game about this where you are four people using these tools to like solve a little mystery and it's not a wave-based shooter <laughs> you're like communicating it's a really interesting game and it will be on my top 10 for sure but yeah and it's amazing that it has the legs that it has you know it seems like okay it's a cool idea but are you really gonna keep playing this and maybe it's just because every day i see friend of the show jv gwaltney <laughs> jump on to play more but it's like really there's that much like don't you just get the jump scares and move on but it's amazing the progression is surprisingly fun like unlocking new difficulties and new tools and the fact that you can lose your tools and have to like grind money back up to buy a new parabolic microphone or a new head mounted camera surprisingly good progression is for like a a game made by one person yeah but i love playing in vr the main thing that'll get me to come back is like hey we've updated and there's three new houses to ghost hunt in now because i love just exploring the environments right with friends all right hey jenga works everybody i i moved spirit fair up and took the spot of phasmophobia because it seems like that's where your passion's lying leo yes okay i love that notable notable um Let's see. How about this? What in the alley-oop section, which right now just, you know, somewhat organized. We got Cyberpunk 2077, Demon Souls, Persona 5 Royal, Resident Evil 3, Sackboy Big Adventure, Gear ta- Gear Gears Tactics. Not Gear Tactics. Gears of Tactics. Yep, Gears of Tactics, Star of Renegades, and Phasmophobia. <laughs> um, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Um, what is... Uh, sacrilegious oh okay, oh, okay. just sliding like, things around oh, just sliding things around sir um what's sacrilegious for not being up there does anything jump out for like dear god get that in the two tens at cyberpunk i know it's i know it's early and there's a lot of yeah. like there's a cloud hanging over it because of all the news stories you know totally justified yep that a lot of people are upset with it but i i feel like there's a there's a pretty big team here of people who are really enjoying their time with it. It's weird, though, because I am enjoying my time with it, but I wouldn't fight for it just because of its recency. Like, having plenty of games on here I haven't finished and still feel fine talking about, but it's like Cyberpunk, I'm not nearly done with my time with. 
Sure. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm on the like it's a little too early um, because I think there are things that I'm really enjoying about that game that I can definitely see like, OK, I'm enjoying this because I've only done it for 10 hours versus like once I'm an hour 40 or whatever, I don't know how much I'm going to like this. And there are also a lot of narrative threads that I'm like, OK, I'm curious to see about where this is going, but they could totally like just mess up a lot of the, the kind of like the burning threads that they're you know alluding to in my time with it. So, which is why, like, which isn't to say that I like hate it or anything. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty into it. I definitely want to see where it's going. But I guess I, I could totally see a version of this where it's like, yeah, it was in the top twenty, but like, I don't know that I really like Cyberpunk by the by the end of it. So, and that's not like me saying that there is something that I'm not talking about that I don't like about the game. You know, I think I have my issues with it just narratively. But I like I, I, yeah, I, I think it's a, maybe a little too early to to kind of judge it on that scale. I would love to see it for next year. Yes, for I, that's next year, so, really? definitely where I would see it. I would love to, for if I think you know more than like something like that was a larger effort, like the Game Awards, right? Like I think we can make an, a concerted effort to not forget this game next year. Right. It's also a, a, a case where by the time we had talk about it again, could be mm-hmm. a very different game. Yeah, it is technically not out on PlayStation Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the PS4, really. I mean, do we oh. think? It's just a thing of we should keep playing over the weekend and then by next week's episode, we'll have a better sense of where it's going to be. Or do you want to try and lock it in or yay or nay it right now? I I, I personally really would like to lock it in to be in the running for next year. Yeah, me too. Really? See, I don't know. I'm on. I'm kind of I would like to play it this weekend. I mean, it is a it is a 2020 game. It's a 150 hour game that released 40 hours ago, you know? It's just yeah. I have I have trouble uh justifying it. Yeah. Also, it's not that long, right? If we want to sure. get that. I mean, it's semantics at this point, but it's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that everyone trying to rush through in order to finish, you know. I will have feel yeah. I they won't feel any differently Monday for sure than I do today. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, hey Hanson, we uh we got special guest. Special guest <laughs> so Ana Diaz. I'm so sorry, Rochman be late. <laughs> oh, you can't leave that. Okay, Anna, it's so great for me here. Um, do you have the link to see what we're working with? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. Anna, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for being the law of the land. I'm glad you swung in to now upend this list and tell us everything we've gotten wrong. Based on what you see, what stands out as the biggest holy mother of God, what are they doing mistakes so far? Um... Well, I'd like to have at least Among Us as an like a honorable mention. I'm sure this might have come up. I know that I know that I'm the only one out of like the Minmax crew that will like really go to bat for that game and it's fine. But like even like on the lower list, I would appreciate a a nod. So here's here's <laughs> the nod we gave earlier in the show of not a 2020 game, but for okay. your personal list of your favorite games for 2020? Yeah, I game can on. It's, it's game cool. on. Game on. Yeah. Okay. But we're okay, trying to be okay. militant about like, you know, early access release or full release in 2020 for for the list. Mhm. Which but. is another reason why I think Cyberpunk should be considered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would call that a full release though. <laughs> yeah, the early access ish no, release is this year. Um so the debate yeah is whether or not we save Cyberpunk for next year. I just feel like there's mm. no universe where we're going to care or remember to have that discussion next year. I think we then can. I think we can. It. I think, I think that's the whole that point effort. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair point. 
Okay, even I'm after still, I'm still on the considered for this year side of the fence, but I Leo does make a solid. I think considered for this year too. Um, but you're saying even by next week's episode, Leo, you just don't think you'll have played enough to get a rough Three idea. Three days from now? <laughs> well, yeah. No. <laughs> and the whole point of doing it this way is to play other games too, which I will try right. to do this weekend instead of Cyberpunk. I just think it's like I, I don't think we have a reason to rush it. Yeah. I don't yeah. get why, why, why we need to do it now when none of us could have possibly finished it. Okay. All right. Cyberpunk, we hardly knew ye. See ya. And uh, again, it, it, I love it, and it'll probably be on my top 10 next year. We're doing Deepest Dive on it, though. Yeah. Is, that, is it not deep enough? we are still in the midst of making that sorry yeah that's that that was kind of the whole thing but it's deeper over time that's right i forgot about how that works (laughs) (laughs) it can can only get better with age the game it starts as a shallow dive first episode second dive slightly deeper third dive that's when it's the deepest Mm -hmm. submerged yeah Um, drowning (laughs) um anna yeah you are the hero of the people when it comes to a certain game that is also debatable Persona 5 Royal. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that this year? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, it's personally, like, going to be on my top 10 list. Um, it is um, a really great RPG. Like, I mean, I personally would like to see it up higher on a list. But yeah. to be honest, like, there are some other, like, you know, if I'm going to use my sort of excitement as a as a currency here yeah that's all we got i would actually use it to bump kentucky route zero up further yeah okay um, but these things are all these are still loosey-goosey i feel like yeah. we got okay. there's still a lot to work with there um, yeah i think the goal of this particular discussion is to get that 20 and yeah then yeah, yeah. The 20. okay okay so if there's um, anything that you're looking at that bottom list mm-hmm. i think is, is where you should focus look at the bottom yeah. list. Is there anything that you think it would be a crime to not put on the... Or if there's anything that's not on the bottom list that... Oh, yeah. That we should have mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you'd be happy to know Umurangi Generation is in there. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Oh, boo, 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 Crusader Kings. Crusader Kings 3 is really good. <laughs> it's just, I feel like I haven't spent enough time with it. Um, yeah, yeah yep, yep. Which is a, it's a bummer. Um, hmm... Where's my list? Let me just well, pull up. Yeah, you can you can cruise through while we, while we continue yeah. waiting through this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking for other things to poke at. Um, Leo. Hey. Your journey with Splunky 2. Jeffem loves it. I remember you love Splunky 1, so it's a basically perfect video game. You were skeptical about 2 for a while, and then you started to warm up, and that was the last time we talked about it with you. Where are you at now? <laughs> Yeah, uh, the when I fell in love with Spelunky, it was because it was playing co-op with my friends and they could walk me through it and we'd have these fun experiences together and that's when I loved it most. And then I basically did the daily challenges to practice for when I was playing with my friends. <laughs> and Spelunky 2 only got online multiplayer on PC last week. Like it literally just finally happened. So I feel like I'm going to fall in love with Spelunky 2. It, it hasn't happened yet. That's interesting. Jeff, I'm where are you at with Spelunky 2? Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love it, but it's falling into that category of games that one person loves. Yep. At least with this one, there's no one saying bad things about it. Um, you know, like there's no one who's cold on it, I yep. guess. Yep. My friend put like it in a really game. good way. It's like 
they changed so much about the little things, the way platforming works. The controls are just changed ever so slightly tweaked in a way that gives you the experience of learning Spelunky 1 again. Yeah. Because you're having to relearn the feel for it and the regular monsters you're getting used to are switched up. And it's like a weird gift to have after you've mastered the first Mm -hmm. one, which I, you know, 40% did to like have a fresh Spelunky experience again. It's cool. Yeah. I I mean, are you two feeling confident about it being on the two tens? I wanted to give it its due. I don't feel confident about it on the two tens. Jeff. I mean, there's, there's other things that I would move down first or question. I, I'd be poking at other Jenga blocks first. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, okay. Uh, what, what do you want to poke at? I want to poke at Jackbox. <laughs> you dirty dog. This is always hard. The Jackbox it's a Call of Duty situation. It's a straight A student. You're right. And I also think back to the discussion we had about Fall Guys and just in terms of like peak enjoyment while playing a game this year. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is up there, but just the laughs I've had playing Jackbox Party Pack 7 this year are so high up. Obviously, Quiplash 3 is great in there. Um, but blather round, I think is fantastic. That word game, uh, talking points where you have to give that stupid PowerPoint presentation. There's the random slides up there. It's simple, but still some of the most fun social gaming that I've had this year. I love talking points so much in particular. That being said, it's, I only played it once and I was like, I don't know. It didn't, I didn't love it, but like, I also, I'm not, I played it like we, with that stream was where right. we played it. So that's like my only frame of reference. And I was like, but I also don't really like the presentational Jackbox games. I don't enjoy them. I don't find them fun. I just find them sort of anxiety inducing. You know, oh, yeah. So, which is funny because I don't, it's not like I have a problem with public speaking or anything, but like, so that's kind of, that's weak for me. But yeah. I'm just not a big Jackbox guy in general. So like, I, I feel like I don't really ha- like can't offer a lot. Like they're, they're always just kind of these empty calories to me. They're like, yeah, that's a, that's a fun way to interact with people. But, right. You know, right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I always love Jackbox, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not giving it any points for Quiplash. You're not giving points for Quiplash? No. Cause Quiplash is Quiplash. How many times have I played Quiplash? They changed the third round and it's still funny. Oh, they got a round. <laughs> it's, it's, I, as much as I love it in, yeah. in terms of like when we have so many limited spots yep, to, yep. to highlight, you know, all these other games that are that are really ambitious and doing different things and stuff. The, you know, and and also it's like we had lots of fun on the stream. I'm sure if I played more, I would continue having fun with it. Correct. I don't know. I'm going to play more. It's I also have thoughts on Quiplash. Yeah. Because um, actually, after recording um, our last episode, my plans were to play some Jackbox with friends. And we played Quiplash. And something that I realized is like, this is like, that was like the third time I played Quiplash. I played Clip, Quiplash 1, Quiplash 2. Um, haven't played as much as Quiplash 3. But like, it made me realize that Quiplash in general is just like gonna it plays this game of like, oh, like we're funny because we're like edgy and raunchy and people have fun with it. Like they definitely try and like play in those kinds of jokes. And to me, that's Family just feud like, style. 
Yeah, or like mm-hmm. Cards Against Humanity. And Ooh, it's don't like, don't bring it down to that level, please. <laughs> please. It's not it's not at like if you have good people with you and they're like creative and fun, like mm-hmm. it's good and fun. But it's definitely like I've played it with like parents and they're like, oh ho ho ho, you know, like it's like about that. And to me, I was just like, oh, that's not as like entertainment value-wise, I didn't find as much in that. Yeah, I, I will say that like one of the things that I kind of strikes me now is, as I'm hearing people talk about it is it, it does feel like the like the, the the ways that they're kind of maintaining their momentum I think are is are good but I almost feel like this is still it to me it feels like it's one of the better packs for sure but it, it like the amount like I don't know that you, you would tell someone who's playing like yeah I have a, I have like a few of the other ones like should I buy this one it's just like how much have you played of the other ones if you already have those like the fun, like the amount of fun you get out of it feels interchangeable to some degree where you mm-hmm. like this is feels like this is for people who are kind of worn out on the other ones. And like, I almost feel like for a lot of people, it, it would be more transformative for that experience to have to play with a new set of people mm-hmm. than it would be to play a new game with the same set of people. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. a lot of those strategies, like what Anna was getting at was that like, there are ways that like, okay, yeah, we made one joke. Like I have a really clever callback to this joke that we made either this round or the other ones. Sure. Uh, or like a previous play experience that still apply here. So I feel like a lot of the, the best moments of that game uh, of those games, I still feel like they're, they just get all transplanted here. And I don't know that like as far as clever as I think these games are, I don't know that they rise above like that kind of level of like, Oh, this is a, an experience I haven't had before. Cause I still yep. feel like yep. on, a, on a higher level, I'm still kind of playing the same game. I hear you. Uh, Leo, is Jackbox Party Pack 7 making the two tens? Uh, I don't think so. I do yeah. love it, and I do want to say for a Jackbox game, it is like pretty much all hits. Like It is yeah. five great games, which you can't say about all those packs, and they deserve credit for. But I'm not dying to have it on here. All right. It's down. Demon Souls bumped up. Um, that rash. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, what do you see on this list that's outrageous? There's not much outrageous anymore. I think from down below, the one I would most like to see get represented is Gears Tactics. What um what's the Jenga piece you're poking at? Eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. I mean, I guess Paper Mario still. Mm-hmm. Let's poke that again. I feel like we could yeah. find 20 games that had a poke more Paper Mario. <laughs> A big, Ooh, bigger up to Groundswell, I guess. Yeah, it's... Boosh. It's funny. That's yeah. A, I don't know. Did you play I, it, Anna? I played it a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're but, not... I think we're probably in the same camp of like, I like it fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's again, it's like another long RPG. And like at the end of the day, I was like, I'm gonna... I In my limited amount of time, I would rather play Final Fantasy VII Remake than play, you know... Paper yeah. Mario Origami King. Um. All right, I'm I'm sliding Gears Tactics up ish. Serial, I I know you love it. I know it's a good game. Kyle being on the little bit cooler end, and Anna I being on the solid end. Okay. I yeah. You know. How would you guys? I mean, this is really just me like making the save here. But like, <laughs> how do you guys feel about Demon Souls? Because I would rather see that drop. Really? Oh yeah. great. No. Because I, I I don't yeah. think there's going to be any stronger ar- like I have a much stronger argument for why I love Paper Mario than I do Demon Souls. So wow, and, and I feel like those are two games that 
I think are just me games that like, right, oh yeah, right. like, this is where I really put my, I'm much more passionate about Paper Mario than I am Demon's Souls. Okay. Not to, not to fully derail that, mm. but that there, said, there are, there are a few other games that I would rather see drop, but I don't know that I win those fights. Yeah. There's a game that I, <laughs> what's that? That I kind of think they can both go. Interesting. <laughs> There's a game I want to poke at and it's not even bottom 10. We're, I'm going to poke at a top 10. Leo, a studio I love dearly. Fuser, you slipped in there fast. Uh, yeah, I didn't even notice that there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the thing that I saw. I was like, I don't want to be negative. Like, I don't want to come in. I would rather advocate for games that I do like than ones that I'm like, oh, that shouldn't be there. Right, <laughs> but that right. definitely stuck out to me. I think it's a cool thing. I, granted, I need to play more for sure. Um, but I still prefer Drop Mix over this. It just feels like a lamer version of drop mix. This is a harmonics game about, you know, remixing, becoming a DJ, tons of awesome tools in there. Uh, Leo, do you want to lay out your, your passion and evolution of thoughts on Fuser here? Well, I don't think it's a lock for the top 10 that, you know, just kind of happened. So I do want to say, I think it's amazing. I think it is the quintessential. Oh, games have gone somewhere. I didn't think they could, even as a fan of drop mix. Yeah. It's like, as you play through that game and as you, receive more of the things it's handing to you the playable instruments the effects that you can do on single tracks or across the whole track swapping out music on the beat which like it's interesting i that you still prefer drop mix to it because fuser is like you can make such better music than drop mix having the notification of like when to drop it and stuff yeah because you can yeah pull up the timeline see when the perfect pickup is for the track you're holding and i think it is it's given me a sense of pride as Todd Howard says, as only games can that uh, no other game gave me this year. Just right. like uh, I'm sitting and I've made this amazing track pretty much on accident while doing the campaign. And I'm just like pausing to listen to it. Cause like, Oh man, it's amazing. I could do this. Yeah. I thought that was a Will Wright quote about pride and guilt being the two emotions that only gamers can experience or for the well medium. he probably got it from todd howard <laughs> yeah that's right he copied <laughs> yeah. all of his best ideas from todd uh <laughs> notorious plagiarist <laughs> <laughs> i all right just to start futzing you know because we have this bottom 10 to deal with if we had to move something else up to the top 10 what do we all think it would be uh kentucky Red zero yeah, yeah. okay i yeah. think you're right uh and let's Let's let that sucker rest there for a little bit um, and then just focus again on this, the bottom 10. I mean, Leo, are you... I mean, Fuser can go. Whoa, really? I'm, I'm the only one who loved it. Yeah, but a like and a love is worth something in this, in this mm. room, Leo. Hanson, just do what he asks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackbox. For... like, get it out of there. Leo, would you, would you trade Fuser for Gears Tactics? Yes. Wow. Okay, there we go. Okay. I don't mean to be dismissive of Fuse early. I, 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 it seems cool. I I, it's a game that I want to have on this list for what that means, Leo. And it's not dead yet. You know, <laughs> it's just take a little break. It's just sitting down on the bench for a little bit. Um, I have a Jenga piece I want to poke at. A game that I liked fine, but I'm trying to measure passion here. Immortals Phoenix Rising from Ubisoft. Who, who championed really that one like again? It. I really like that one too. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's just... It's just fun. It's just it gets you, you started with quickly. just you though. Just run around this big world. What's that? I said you started with just. 
Yeah, as a way, like, I don't know. Gotcha. It's an, I, <laughs> God, no, I mean, it, like, it's in a purist kind of way. You know what I mean? Like, it really gets you to the action quickly. You can, you just run around and have a good time in this big open world. Um, Solving I, lots I, of puzzles, and, and, and like, the I'm, combat I was better than it. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I haven't finished it. I'm like, I'm like 20 hours in or something, and I haven't even unlocked all the regions yet, and I'm just having a ball. Like, the, I really like Immortals a lot. The, I like it, too. The person who has finished it and reviewed it has been silent this whole time. I'm, I don't know. Like I, I, I could, I could see it going, but I think you'd have to, you have to give me something for it to go just cause like the games I'm looking on the other list, I don't like as much except with a few exceptions, but it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, if it, if it stays on the list, I'm fine. If it goes like, I, I would need like some sort of trade, but we'll see. Where it's so I'm not crazy passionate about it, and like from what Kyle said, I feel like that game doesn't really get long, better the longer you go. Like those regions are more or less the same as the ones you've been to, <laughs> except for like the the last region, which I think is cool, but it's more of a set piece than an actual region. Mm. I mean, Jeff I and mean, Kyle, you're feeling passionate about it being on the two tens. Yeah, it'll it'll be on my top ten. Yeah, for sure. It has a, yeah, it might it be has on a my two position. Um, a Jenga piece I want to poke at again. That's in the top 10 right now. Uh, there's another game that I like. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, I thought you were going to say Astro's Playroom. Oh, that's no, what that's, I thought you were going to say. No, I think that's, that game's way too high on that list. It's certainly way too high. <laughs> I mean, that's, those are things I can debate. I feel passionate about Astro's Playroom being in the top. I'm sorry, the 210s, though. Yeah, I, th- I, I think yeah, it lands somewhere in here. the conversation, but I, more so than Assassin's Creed. I like Astro's Playroom. Yeah, um, but Assassin's Creed... Um, I have played 20 hours of it. I like it. I like it probably more than any other Assassin's Creed I've ever played. Um, But I haven't picked it up for a while. It's starting to feel a little bit like, okay, I I get the beats this is going for. And the more I hear about people that have played through more of it than I have say that, ah, the story just kind of remains at that level of interesting where it kind of flatlines where everything is interesting enough as you're plotting along but it doesn't have a great sense of momentum but uh jeff you're the one that added this right do you have thoughts on this yeah i have it's i mean it's it's a similar argument for me in that it's it's one of my favorite assassin's creed of modern games and i feel like they finally fixed the combat they've made the exploration and progression through the world interesting um it's one that i want to play more of too it's you know it's unfortunate that like 50 huge games came out at the end of the year at the same time but i don't what um it's it's a it's a it's a big one that (laughs) it's a big one enjoying a lot you know for right now what do you think about moving it down to the bottom 10 list for what for fun for fun, fun i'm just are we just I'm, futzing for fun i'm thinking lowering it and putting spirit fair higher trying to think lay the land where everybody's at fair, and, fair and people like astro's yeah. playroom that much i'm also thinking about moving that yeah. one down i think i mean obviously i endorse that trade i played a few hours of Assassin's creed valhalla and it was not my favorite assassin's creed yeah I, I think Spirit Fair is a more exciting, like unique, interesting, cool. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather see it higher. Okay, but I like Valhalla. I'm gonna lower Astro and Valhalla to the bottom list. Let's move up Spirit Fair. 
And then I'm also going to just feeling the room move up Ori and the Will of the Wisps. My Ori and the Will of the Wisps is I played like five hours and then I got a bug that I got stuck in a room and the developers told me I just have to restart the game at that point. <laughs> it was actually delisted this morning on the Xbox. No. It be. After, yeah. after listening to the messages from Jeff, I'm decided to Jeff. Um, but I just, we can, you know, there's still a lot to unpack in these lists, but does that feel right that Ori should be moving up in that arena? I think it should yeah. be top 20. I don't know about top 10. Oh, but oh. I, uh, I, like, I'm not, I'm not that mad about it, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I'm, I'm happy with, with this where it is. Honestly, these two tens with, with the intention of, you know, we're going to pick this up next time like i yeah there can still be tweaks a lot more to relocate but i'm yeah. feeling pretty good at, like, i have this one pause. question yes about bumping something up uh miles morales into the second of the tens possibly. yeah we discussed how do people feel about that i know i didn't play the first spider-man so i feel like that right. influences my opinion well that is interesting because yeah I, we discussed it and the take was like we all enjoyed our time with it it didn't stick with us in a huge way and it felt like more of that good thing. Some amazing mm. design there. Some amazing production quality from yeah. Insomniac. But I don't think any of us were like, holy God, Miles Morales needs to be on this list. How are you feeling mm-hmm. about it? I mean, for me, okay, like, again, coming from the perspective of, like, I didn't play the first Spider-Man yeah. game. Like, having that experience for the first time, like, obviously I'm going to want to put it on the top 20s. Like, the combat is so great. The production value is so, like, so high. And I think for me, something that, um, really stuck out to me and I really appreciate it. We were just talking about how like end of year we were flooded with like really long, really giant game releases, right? Yeah. And so to me to have a complete experience that was like satisfying and like neatly packaged into 10 hours actually really made me like the game a lot. And like, yeah. that's not like the, I'm not, you know, oh, the, obviously because I like Persona 5 Royal, I'm not like, oh, the shorter a game, the better. Um, but I do think that there's some like it did sort of shift how I thought about like AAA production, so to speak. Um, yeah, the potential of just having more bite-sized thing. I yeah, I is is I would that like to see it on is the that list. a replacement for Demon Souls that Surreal was I, already I like ready to? Yeah, I could see that. I would, oh, I would flip those two. I would flip yeah. those two, but yeah. you know, yeah. I I think that Demon Souls remake is really strong, um, but. I, I I will say that it's like not a thing where it's like oh I've never played a Souls game well I like this one it's just like it's one of it, it's it is one of those it's one of the better ones of those yeah um but yeah like I I enjoyed all of my time with it um and I think it's really more clever than I think I gave it credit for last time but I do kind of see like reading the room it just feels like I'm the only one really fighting for it, and there are other fights I would rather pick um okay uh Spelunky two we feeling good about the two ten still. Is that there any... to me feels like the weakest one on I there. I think it does too. I'm also not sure about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, having not yep. played it. This is more of like the reception felt like I, you know, uh, I, I don't hate it, but think, it's like yeah. there wasn't really a ton of strong, like really passionate arguments. For I it. hear you. The question is, who wants to <laughs> take a swing at the king? Does anybody see something? down here that they want to move up to take Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Spelunky 2 spots? I would rather see Tony Hawk. I like Black Mesa and If Found, but 
a found mm. feels like a very singular argument, but I don't know how Kyle feels about Black Mesa versus. Uh, I think I like Tony Hawk more than Black Mesa between really? those two. Mm. I think. Yeah. Uh, Anna, did you play If Found by chance? Um, no, but I was thinking that that would be one of the perfect games to play over the weekend. Yeah. As we jump back into it, because it is so short. Because mm-hmm. um, that's been on. It's been like in the back of my head. Um, yeah. So I can't speak to that specifically. Okay. I wrote that down to play this weekend too. Oh, great. Found. What about um? What if we just went around the circle? And just all listed what we, not what we would bump down, but what we would bump up if we bump something up. Does that make sense? So, Kyle, you would bump up Tony Hawk? Yeah, Tony Hawk. It's kind of between Tony Hawk and Black Mesa for me. Okay. I have both of those on my personal top ten, and I think I would, I think between those two I would go Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um, I think I'd bump up probably Sackboy. Uh, Jeffum? Uh, His head exploded. <laughs> I would, I would, I would bump up Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Spelunky too if either of those get bumped down. I guess. Well, okay, but at. there's nothing in the oh, bottom. Putting a bump you're... shield. <laughs> yes. A okay. Bump buffer. Okay. Uh, Serial, what are you bumping? Um, if found, probably. Okay. Positive bump. Uh, Leo? Star Renegades. Anna? Um, Persona 5 Royal. Yep. What are we going to do with Persona 5? This feels like a conundrum <laughs> we got to do with you. I just, I've sort of like, the thing is, I've been thinking about this. It's like, I really, really like that game, but I think that it is so specifically like tailored to my taste that I would like really struggle because, like, there is an entire Pokemon component to it as well. Like, a lot of people don't know that you're, like, catching spirits. And you're also, like, negotiating with them, talking to them, figuring out, like, how they're feeling, stuff but, like that. Like, it's really... I mean, to be fair, that's that's always been in the series. As yeah, far as yeah. I know. But yeah. I'm trying to figure is, out, yeah. it is a really good version of a game that already came out. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, did you play the original, or this is your first time with Persona 5, is with Royal? It's first time with Persona 5 is with Royal. Okay, gotcha. So, okay. so um And Surreal, like, I mean, I know you love Persona 5 too. Yeah, I, I I really like that game. It's it is both daunting and kind of like it it it, it feels like my greatest game that I haven't played played through that game, but it is so hard to justify it. So, yeah. But yeah. everything I've heard, you know, like from from people at other outlets to my very brother who who has constantly been on my case about playing that game. Uh, has been like no, you idiot! Like the the stuff they've added is entirely worth another playthrough. Yeah, uh, but it is hard for me to judge it for myself. But like like playing through Persona, I'm almost confident that like playing through Persona Five Royal, from what I've seen of it of Persona Five, I think it's like worth playing if you haven't already played it. So it's like I can almost feel like giving it like a recommendation based on that alone, which is weird. Yeah, but, I so, just... it, it, so it's kind of a hard thing to to quantify as like. I, I think looking at this list, I think Destiny would be my number two, and then mm. maybe even Persona 5 would be like my number three in terms of games I would bump up. And if we're just measuring the passion and love for games this year and we're counting Persona 5 Royal as something from 2020, I mean, Anna, I don't want to put, uh, you know, inject passion into your own arguments, but it's like, is there more passion in this room for that than there is for Valhalla and Splunky 2? Is what I'm wondering. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Well, 
Well, Valhalla is the one that teeters to me, but Spelunky 2, I feel like there's some a strong voice for it. This is the point when Jeff and Anna fight to the death. <laughs> well, we should say that. Let's let them fight to the death next I'm not time. Gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to fight on anything. What's interesting with Spelunky 2 is like, as someone who was interested in playing Spelunky, when it came out, I didn't pick it up because of Hades. <laughs> um, mm. And the, I feel like, I don't know like how much that sort of like influences, you know, yeah. the Spelunky 2. Because I it's just like, it was a really hard time for them to release that game um, with, like, major competition. Yeah, it didn't um, make the splash I expected it to at all. Yeah. Um, this might be a good place to pause and to yeah. pick it back up next week. Just for a reminder for the audio listeners of where we're at here, the two tens, in kind of no particular order, <laughs> is Hades, Ghost of Tsushima, Half-Life Alex, Last of Us Part 2, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Kentucky Red Zero, Spirit Fair, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Big Break, Second Ten, Astro's Playroom, The Pathless, Watch Dogs Legion, Gears Tactics, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, Paper Mario the Origami King, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Spelunky 2, and then the closest runners up, we got Jackbox, Party Pack 7, Persona 5 Royal, Demon Souls, If Found, Fuser, Resident Evil 3, Sackboy, Star Renegades, Phasmophobia, Destiny 2, Beyond Light, Tony X, Pro Skater 1 and 2. Those seem to be the, the, the bubblers. We will be back next week to lock this sucker down. It is crazy that we've been rolling with the Game of the Year debate and there's so many gigantic things we haven't touched on yet. Like, I look at that top 10 list, and like, we're going to have to arrange that. That's going to be so... <laughs> fun and it's just yeah. it's on the other side That's of the canyon right now problem <laughs> oh my god all right so some homework people are gonna be checking out more games Sturial, uh you're gonna check out what'd you say uh i might actually check out the pathless considering Ooh. The, the, the position that oh, it's at and that no one's argued against it yeah anybody else excited to check something out they want to throw out uh if found for anna and leo yep if and the pathless on my short list now too yeah, yeah maybe... I check out Spelunky 2 as well because I like earlier in the year I was really excited for that game so yeah uh, I need to play more Hades and I need to play more Yakuza I think that's going to be my mission before next week to try and get prepared for this bad boy um, but thank you so much for watching or listening. We appreciate it. Um, you're looking for more content. Again, check out The Deepest Dive on Cyberpunk 2077 or anything else. Uh, we'll be back uh, with a new episode of MinFax, by the way, uh, this Monday. So please look forward to that. Also, want to let everybody know, actually, that MinFax, uh, it's the end of the month. The last Sunday of every month, we have the call-in episode of MinFax. So it's going to be on the 27th. So I guess that is this weekend. So Sunday... The 27th at 6 p.m. Central, if you're at the $20 tier, the MinMax Council tier, you can call in and talk to me about whatever you'd like. Ask any question. Uh, you can talk about your favorite game of the year. You can explain what we've gotten wrong in the list so far. We're taking any and all calls from $20 supporters. So call in and let's uh, record a podcast together. It should be a wonderful time. Also wanted to plug that as a new episode of our music podcast hosted by the great Matt Helgeson uh, called Crossfade. You can subscribe to that in its standalone music feed. And the new episode of Crossfade is with Blake Hester, now from Game Informer, Leo's best bud. 
Um, yeah. And he's raving like a lunatic about My Chemical Romance. So check out that episode of Crossfade, our wonderful music podcast. Um, and as always, thanks to the following Patreon supporters for their generous support of MinMax at the $50 tier. We have PrettyGoodPrinting.com, Rich McLaughlin's Oppa Switch, Beaten Down Brian, I Am 8-Bit, This Week in Video Games, Jawar, Hello, Mirko Rico Terreno, Chris Logan, Zachary Plicky, Rebecca Lang, Mark Seliga, Starkiller, Ludwig Roque, Andrew Valla, Jesse Vitelli, Super Serious Sam, Thomas Hoster, Yarrow, Spiral in Your Eyes, Richard Smuts, Clint Farley, Pritham Yarlagata, Clayton Myers, Spider Dan, Zach Eink, Steve Bamdad, Slick Nick... And as we like to say, Leo. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, man, do it. Be good. Have fun. Let's go. Woo! Thanks so much, everybody! Woo!